Yeah. All right, y'all. You know how we be doing. Nothing but real nigga conversation. Let me catch a vibe, though. Kissing babies and shaking hands, man. Out here doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck I got to do out here to make it bright, open, and you are now experiencing Talk to him, boss the world Mac. famous Talk to him, boss Mac. Boss Mac Podcast. y'all. in motherfucking S. Go. Oh, yes. Today is a beautiful day. I'm happy as fuck to be up in there doing this. Game time. Y'all niggas. Already know how I get down Nothing but good game when I come around Boss Mac Top Soil, y'all got the love to sound Whoa Yes indeed Here to give you what you need with speed Real niggas always in the league Straight up What's up with y'all out there? All right, let me get this fan. Yes, sir. Marv, what's going on today, big dog? Man, I'm just happy to be here with you today. and yes, glad you called me out. Yes, sir. Hood, hood, hood love. Okay, we got some Feel special me. guests in this motherfucker today. We got, uh, we got, uh, we got... Melvin Farmer and Ayatollah Marv up in here with the Boss Mac Topsoil tonight. And I got my guy Boogaloo in here with me. Shout out to the fat bitches riding dick with a t-shirt on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. Melvin Farmer is a.k.a. Scud, too, you know what I mean, for y'all that don't know. You go by stuff, right? Hey, thank you for having me, yes, young sir. guys, young players, to let our voices be heard. We really appreciate that. Straight up, would you rather us call you uh, uh, Melvin Farmer? When you definitely. say Melvin, they pretty much say Farmer. There it is. There we got Melvin and this motherfucker, an OG Marv, an OG Marv. OG, you know, used to tell me that, that uh, <laughs> Lawrence Cartwright. That's your OG name. <laughs> you know, they didn't really like, you know, back then they called you by your name. That was yeah, gangster man, back then. That's right. Mm, they come from that generation, though. Yo. Well, y'all know the show is always brought to you by Ball Smack Streetwear. You could go through Ball Smack Streetwear right now and tap in and cop some Ball Smack Streetwear. You see the Ball Smack got on some Ball Smack Streetwear right now. This is some of that PG shit right here. Ah, shit. Or you, or you could get the offensive shit, you know, the bitch relax, you know, world famous as rock by Snoop Dogg and others, you know what I'm talking about? Classic. You know, we put game on the shirt to make bitches want to flirt every single time, man. Fuck with us, don't fuck with them. Also, the show is brought to you by Boss Mac giving you game. If you need some game because you're struggling with your bitch out there. Holla at the boss, Mac Topsoil. We got the reasonable race that's great. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. We take care of you every single time. We will not let you down. All right, and like I said, we got we got some um, illustrious individuals in the building. We got, like I said, we got uh, Ayatollah Marv and Melvin Farmer in the building with us. Highly, highly sought after, uh, 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 making making a lot of waves out there right now. Um, uh, Marv, how you doing? This that's Melvin. I mean, my bad, Melvin. I'm Marvin. I'm, 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 I'm. Come on. Hey, do us, hey, do us like this all the time. Nah, so we, nah, nah, we nah. We don't even trip. We don't even trip. It's you all know, good. People that know us real well will call me Melvin. Uh, oh, no, no, I told them. Uh, and they called Melvin Marvin, so we like matching bookends. We don't care. Okay. Matter of uh, fact, can I ask you a question about your boss relationship shit? Boss Mac. Boss Mac relationship. Yeah. You you do that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. help relationships, right? Yeah, yeah. You take food stamps. Oh. Yeah, man. If, if a okay. nigga offer me something. I got broke bitches, but I got stamps. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to know. Oh. I, 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 I'm not the club president, but yeah. I want to get in the club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, straight up. I, yeah, I take some food stamps, okay, though, yeah, man, right. for sure, so, man. So I, I need an appointment. Yeah, yeah. yeah niggas got to eat. I, I would take some food stamps for sure, man. Nigga gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what, man? I'm I, I'm not. A, I, you know, I I use EBT all the time, man. Right, you know what I'm saying? I uh, use some today at the fish market. You understand me? Hey, I, I got stamps from '79. I got the black, the red, the yeah. green. The oh, you still got some? I still got some from '79. I'm key. I hold on to them. Uh, you gotta send me a picture, man. <laughs> you gotta send me a picture, man. <laughs> Yeah, I still use them bad boys. I ain't no shame in the game, man. But yeah. uh, Marv, how you doing today? How's your day going? Man, it ain't no count time, so it's a beautiful day. It ain't no count time. As long as so it ain't no count time. I, like I, I, I feel like you. That. I feel you. I feel you. Melvin, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. We just come back uh, from filming in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas area. And a couple of, we did like what more three shows out there. Four, four. Uh, 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 boss talk, y'all tune into that. And uh, another young man, I think it's Dallas Mogul, and uh, Zeke TV, and I forgot the other one. And we also got to uh, hear the story of a 15-year-old youth uh, that was shot in the face out of Mississippi mm. who had came to meet mm. us because a lot of people don't know. Kids from all over wherever we go that's really from the streets and in the struggle. Right. They come to uh, pay homage and Definitely. hear the wisdom that we got. So it was a fun trip, a happy trip to where it made us feel proud that uh, we were giving back to the community. Yeah. You know what, man? I got to give it to y'all too, man. First of all, man, I respect what y'all did with that situation. Y'all niggas went to Texas. Texas to meet the nigga Charleston White and he left out of the interview and they stayed there. It's a lot of motherfuckers saying they tough, it's a lot of motherfuckers saying this and that and all that, but they actually went to a nigga state. Let's cut that up. I saw that. I saw that. I appreciate it. I appreciated that episode. I feel like he I feel like he set that up though from the gate though. Like I feel no, like Well, you know, this dude is not he's not a debater. He's he's a shock jock. He's somebody who wants to get his in. Yeah. And he don't want no comeback. He's not going you never set him 
sitting across from somebody with an opposite opinion. Right. Yeah. You know, and then when he made the statement, I mean, what he was saying first, it didn't really resonate to me until him and Mob James got into it. And then he went on a white man's channel and said, fuck Bunchrell. Yeah. Some of us is real, you know, uh, heard about what happened to Buncher because it was mm -hmm. political. Right. And, and, and um, Mob James never said it, fuck his crackhead grandmother, his dopehead aunt or his uh, nymphomaniac mama, yeah. but you going into this man's family. Mm -hmm. And so everybody, man, fuck that nigga, fuck that nigga. So I got in contact with Melvin, and he said, man, when you want to hook it up? So he yeah. got in contact with them. He said, yeah, well, man, dude is getting kind of reckless. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, a couple of homies said, man, when you was down there, you should have slapped him. Well, you should have got a plane ticket with you yourself. Right, and come help. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had to help. Because y'all was the only ones that went there. You know, so we, this nigga tell, ain't nobody from the West Coast going to come to Dallas. We're going to do this. We'll do that. We'll do that. Mm -hmm. But we didn't. Melvin Tuck, nigga, we here. Fact. California Fact. here. Fact. You understand me? So we, wherever it is, mm -hmm. wherever you, wherever you want to meet us at, we coming. Straight up. You dig what I'm saying? So. You can sell them wolf tickets to some of, but not us. Not the I shit, I got more years behind me than I got in front of me. So you can't win fucking with me. And another thing a lot of people don't know is I brought Charleston White. I used to manage Charleston White. What? But See, what, what does he do? No, when he came in, he came to L.A. to meet me okay. in 2018. Okay. He was never no gangbanger. That shit about he a rolling 60 and he came to L.A., that's not true. Mm -hmm. He never was no game banger. I set the record and, uh, straight. He had been a fan following me mm -hmm. and uh, came up to meet me. I got the video and all that shit. Okay. And so uh, uh, this one he wasn't acting to because sometimes all of us say things, not just him, all of us say things that are pertinent and make sense. Uh -huh. There's no disputing that. Right. Right. So me, Alex Alonzo, in fact, these are the contradictions me, Alex Alonzo, I host a, a yearly special uh, in honor of Tookie in December. Okay. It's execution date and his birthday. We celebrate his uh, uh, home going and we also prep celebrate his coming into this earth in the same month. Mm -hmm. So I was hosting a, a special and I invited him on there. Then uh, when he talked about he went to Nipsey Hustle, that came through me. I oh, you the one that took him to the to the Yeah, I went with the Rolling Sixties. This mm -hmm. at this at Nipsey Hustle. If you look, you'll see me talking to Black Sam. I'm up there with uh, Faircon. Game is on the side. Snoop, then I go, and we go and kick it. But, yeah, he went up there. He was nice as ice. He wasn't on no tough shit. No, nah, no. Nah. He knew enough. a thousand and one ways to shake hands, bro. Thanks. No, nah, he wasn't talking on no bullshit mm -hmm. or nothing uh, like that. And then after when he got robbed, Okay, that's, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that's what I heard, that he was doing some business out here and some L.A. niggas robbed him, and then that's when everything switched up. So, that is true. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it comes from me. Mm -hmm. Nobody outside of Texas know him better than me. Okay. Every day he come, and when you hear shit, but I only let him see the organic shit because I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. So people see, oh, when I see Melvin, he didn't have this. That's because I didn't show you shit. Thanks. Didn't break the law with you because I don't know who you is. A gang of people meet, come and meet me every day yeah. from all over. Hey, point me in this direction. Point me in that direction. So at the end of the day, he started 
talking about people that he met through me. See, it's a difference. It ain't like mm-hmm. Melvin mad because mm-hmm. somebody's saying something about Crips and Bloods. That shit's been said. Telephone yeah. and tell a nigga. That's nothing new. Mm-hmm. But the point that I got a problem with him is you're talking about people you met through me that gave you love, nigga. And they ain't did nothing to you, then you lying. See, we don't do no fact checks. Nobody held accountable. When we talked to him in person, he couldn't just run his mouth. Right. See, there was. Because you knew all the facts. I knew all the facts. So the truth and a lie can never coexist mm-hmm. in a conversation. Real shit. That's why they don't match us up with nobody. We take on any commerce about what we do in these communities from a grassroots standpoint. You ain't going to match up. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to match up. Damn, boy, that nigga's a hoe. Yeah, I, I, when I looked at that that Boss Talk uh, episode that he walked out on, I had the feeling like he set y'all up for that. Like, he, it was his plan to walk out on y'all all along, like, from the gate type shit. Nah, I don't think it was a plan because it wasn't even planned for me to be up there. Marv had took the time out for three or four days to where he had questions right. already written to where Marv and him was going to talk. They asked me to come up there, but I had told Charleston White outside before the show even started, don't get up here saying fuck this, fuck that about niggas you know in front of me or else we're going to have a problem. Straight up. Right. Straight up. Right. See, a lot of people didn't know he had a girl there that looked like a police. That's why I didn't go and escalate further. Yeah. Because the cameras could always get cut. In fact, they wasn't going to even show it, huh, Marv? Right. And uh, we said, no. I'd say, man, uh, they say, should we run it? Marv and them didn't. And I knew Boss Talk. Marv just, I had been knowing Boss Talk. Where we, and Marv, because we did something. Mm-hmm. So I told Boss Talk, that's the shot, man. Run it like it is. Don't cut it. Right. He said, ain't nothing but 22, 23. I said, it's going to be the hottest thing on the internet. Straight up. Run it. Straight up. Straight, Straight like up. it is in the rock. Right. So, so right. he never knew that he was thinking that he was just meeting with Marv. He didn't even know. No, that no he knew he knew he was coming. Coming to set talk. it up. In they fact, had, yeah, they had talked. Uh-huh. You did what I'm saying. So he had told, but I I didn't know him from a can of paint. Right. Right. And right, when right. he came in, they was outside talking. I was inside. His wife came in, and they introduced me to his wife. And when they we came in, we sat down, and it was supposed to be a general discussion mm-hmm. on some basic shit. That's mm-hmm. how we thought. So now Melvin had already gave him. So I tell him, I said, well, check this out, homie. I said, we've never. So everybody's like, oh, y'all ain't met? So he said, I said, no, I ain't. I, I don't even know who do this. So I got up, told him, yeah, bro, I'm I totally like, yeah. I said, he said, well, what, what me and you got to talk about? I said, well, it's some things you said about uh, Bunch Real from Compton with Mob James. I want to straighten it up with you. He said, okay, we can talk about it when we start this up. So then he sat down and immediately he started going in, you know, like these motherfuckers, his characters. So his plan was to get it in and get out. Get up and get up. You dig what I'm saying? But then when it came down to it, when he took a breath and then he seen Melvin go in like, wait a minute, first of all, nigga, this is some real shit. This mm-hmm. is. So now he feel, oh, this is way over my pay grade. Yeah. So yeah. now he jumps up and get, I, I'm out of here. Come on back, bro. Like, man, come on back here, bro. Let's finish this. You can't leave like this. Fact, because you told him what you was going to be talking about before. Before that. And then once the the conversation starts, 
he gets up out of yeah, there. Yeah, and, and, and see, he he do it so strategically. Uh-huh. He don't he don't start off saying nothing about. Uh, he his his shit is very limited yeah. when it come to Mob James and 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 uh, bunch of Al. Yeah. So what he did, he like okay, I'll run this around. So he start going in on Monster Cody Tookie. And what happened with Nipsey Hussle, he started reiterating some shit like, oh, they characters. But you just said you was a shock jock. Don't believe nothing come out your mouth. So when uh, 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 Melvin said, I don't give a fuck about shock jocks, man, were you saying something about me? Well, nigga, you said that thing was characters. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about a character. You looking at the man. Yeah, boy. So, I mean, you he'll, it's too... And, and- and let me say this about how it went. Me and Charleston, people forget, if you look at Charleston, uh-huh. everything he said, he was putting my name on it prior to this show. Oh, OG Melvin, OG this for confirmation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then when he started talking about California, people calling me like, hey, man, that's your partner, and that's how that goes. Right, so people need to understand to that. Yeah, yeah. Right, but he using me. So when that show happened, he wouldn't have came there if he thought we was coming to do something, which we wasn't. We were still cool at that time. Yeah, yeah. But when you go to talk about ain't nobody coming from California behind shit where you don't met through me, nigga, I'm the teacher. Mm-hmm. You a pet in this game. And then people get mad when you keep it 1,000 where we step to them because I feel you disrespect. You ain't got it like that. Fort Worth ain't got it like that. No state got it like that. When it come to California, we've been known to fight for ours. All through our life, we've had struggles. But I promise you, if we unite in this shit, you'll need a passport to come in this shit. Straight up. So you better hope. Hey. You better hope. That's why That's why I say, man, it seemed like he got his stripes off of that interview with y'all. Like, that's why I say he... He planned on talking shit and leaving before y'all said anything. Cause it seemed like a, when I when I look back at it, I was like, this nigga was planning to do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To talk this tough in front of um, Melvin like that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then the world would think he was he was a uh, he was a tougher dude than right. he really is. Right. Because he said this in front of such a a, 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 a motherfucker with this much status. You feel me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? And and I seen that you was shocked. Like, this nigga just, you know what I'm saying? This nigga just, just ran off and just left. You feel mm-hmm. me? I didn't understand that neither. <laughs> I, I seen you was looking like, wait a minute, what the fuck? This nigga. I, I didn't understand that neither. Dog. I seen, I, I felt like that was a plot. Like, he plotted that. Like, you feel me? I feel like the nigga was just scary, bro. I mean, he probably uh, seen like real G's having a conversation with him. Right. He he. It seemed like he couldn't really take that heat. Like well, he what was, was going to happen was once the talking and the hoopla back and forth. Once the talking over with, that's the easy part, the hard part. That's what he do. You got you can can't talk once you through talking. That's over with. Yeah. We right. can go in the room where two men and a one man leave. Mm-hmm. Or bring your niggas. That's how it went. Right. And let me tell you what happened, and I'm just telling it like it is about a buster, because the only thing a fake nigga waiting on is a real nigga to expose them. Right. Yes. Okay. That's yes. all that they waiting on. Okay. When I went outside, uh, the nigga driving, 
jerking back and forth because if you leave, nigga, and we see each other, there ain't going to be nothing to talk about because we ain't got no understanding mm -hmm. when you left. Mm -hmm. right. He came back to me, and all I did was told him, still sharp and still, nigga. Tighten up. Oh, so he, when he left, he stopped. He him. didn't leave. He, didn't he kept leave. jerking back and forth, looking, but he know if he left, I got too much information mm -hmm. on him uh -huh. to where uh -huh. we're going to meet up. But it ain't gonna be nothing to talk about because we left without no understanding. Exactly. So he did come back. And I just said, still sharp and still. And then that was the end of it, and he went on. But we were friends prior to that. Then after that, he started telling lies. See, they don't do fact checks with this guy. They yeah. think he a savior and he a rat. I don't know nobody that can say, fuck Martin Luther King, fuck uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, fuck Farrakhan. Fuck Malcolm X. If they were white, they wouldn't be allowed on no show. But on these black shows, they'll talk about black. I'm looking at black exploitation by most of these podcasters to where they ain't talking about nothing positive. Right. I don't right. even talking about serving no community. Right. I don't, none of them do it. Right. But if they really want to make a difference, nigga, use the platforms you got and change the dialogue, nigga, and maybe they'll change the shit that go on in the streets. Example, That's what dog. they should do now. You yeah. got the attention, you got a platform, all of them. Yeah. But change the dialogue, man, and let's move forward and try to unite ourselves as people, blacks. We got a tendency to always want to blame everybody mm -hmm. but ourselves. Mm -hmm. We got to come together first and start showing self-love. We have uniformity, we just don't have unity. I learned that from Farrakhan and them, by the way, Thank doing you, your teaching, my dear Watson. Thank now, you. I we, turned we the table worst, over to you. We are worst We're, enemy, man. I want to ask a question, though. Do you think that nigga be off drugs? Who? I, Charleston? Yeah. yeah. I, you seem like now, this is what I'm going to say. I know he don't. He'll smoke weed all day. That nigga just mentally ill. Okay, He's okay. the type that need a helmet. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he I feel like he really uh he really running a character, right? Uh, I feel like it's a certain amount of people out there who are intimidated by LA culture and the spread of the of the gang banging and the um the, the, you know, the cripping and blood and well, well, you high guys, high you, spreading and I feel like he just trying to just show like some type of, uh, of of opposition to that, right. you know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a lot of people that's just on board with the opposition, and well, then by and then by and then by flexing in front of y'all like that, he got credibility right. by getting up and you by talking tough and then leaving like that. I was like, oh wow, this is where he got all this stuff. So I looked he, at, he looked like I had a never. Hole, he looked like a hoe because he but see, but see, but see he, you coming from a real nigga perspective. Right. You got to think about the uh, how, the, how the world thinking. How the other yeah, people yeah. out here who done got bullied because, by somebody that yeah. was front and that was that was gang banging. Most of the people that follow that have been victims, outcasts on the. The, basically, right? Because ain't no street person. He ain't gonna have no input in the safety, the public safety. Uh, none of that shit. He trying to lock people up. We trying to keep people out. It's right. a big opposition. Right. And in yeah. fact, I don't even yeah. like talking about rats. That I feel ain't even you. In, but we will today. I feel but you. But I don't really even like talking. He's irrelevant to me. I don't even look at the internet about nobody's shit because I know all the players on there 
and that would make me where, uh, say, Marvin Wack, I know both of them, can mm -hmm. call either one of them, Reggie, all three of them. So I stay out the circle on that about the shit that I don't even look at the internet or anything I do. Never have. I feel you. up, OG. I feel you. 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 But it's it's just interesting how he how he played that like he it was it was like a play yeah it was well, like a you play see, you you gotta understand who Charleston White is Charleston White was born a loser this is a nigga that tell you <laughs> <laughs> say he, he explains to you he shot his own eye out right and, and he say he was had a pencil with a rubber band and he hit his eye infected his eye. Then he said he went to the circus and he was running after a clown or being a clown and hit a pole and he had to get operations on his eyes. So now he's a handicap. Damn. Right? So now he's running with some dudes and a little bitty man. So he ain't the leader of the gang as he would have you believe. And he gets into a situation and he goes to jail. Now he go to jail. Juvenile detention is one of the most savage places that a kid can be. Gladiator school. This you everybody want to be a man. Everybody Gladiator pushing school. up on you. Yeah. When you get to the penitentiary, it's over. You already established. Right. But in juvenile hall, from TNV to S and T to GNH to C and D, going to camp, going everybody got approved. They said true, true. So now this nigga was getting bullied. This how he became a sixty crip. The big crips was making him do shit. And he go to protective custody. And when he go to protective custody, a white lady gives him a book. And this book is from a Trey gangster named Monster Cody. The book name is Monster. Uh -huh, uh -huh, and he got to be it. a bad motherfucker because he read it with one eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. the, read that motherfucker with one eye and went back when he got out. He got to telling Texas niggas that ain't never seen California, seen colors and some other shit, and he got to talking about monsters, talking about Huckabuck, got to talking the names they had never heard before. And now he become a big man. So he said. So he, well, he's around so here. He yeah, so he, he li living in this little bitty world. He makes the pilgrimage to California. Comes to California, now he's a big nigga. The pilgrimage. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> now he, he, that. he, he <laughs> Yeah. So he, he comes out here, he makes his little intro, did some shit he would have never done without Melvin Farmer. Facts. Facts. Now he go back to his city and he start criticizing the shit that brought him in. And he goes so big on it because you got a lot of these the the COVID made a whole different introverted per kind of person that never now they can be anything they want to be on a podcast uh -huh, uh -huh. a lot of these bitch ass niggas before the gang before the gang truce it's some niggas wanted to wear red so bad mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's some niggas wanted to wear blue but they couldn't say that and the gang truce them niggas was in blue all day long i <laughs> say that mark you go to la you don't even know a crip set you see a nigga in a red hat and some red shoes yeah, it's and like he that. said, "Cuz I'm yeah, like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, where yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. am I? That's if true. you don't know your terrain, uh -huh. but it's never been in our life about color. No. You know what I'm saying? It, it was about status, who in the fuck you were, respect, and mm -hmm. where in the fuck you came from. Mm -hmm. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Now you got these closet queers, yeah, that come out and they make all these statements. This old man, like I just told dude, man, they say you the oldest pyro in the world. Yes." 
Oh, nigga, 72 years old. Why are you still banging? The army, how many 20-year-old generals you ever seen? Mm. Somebody got to lead the army, huh? Mm. <laughs> you sev- you 72, Mark? Yeah. Damn, Damn, you don't look 72, though. What 72 look like? I masturbate. <laughs> I don't eat pussy. Oh, <laughs> shit. You don't look 72, though, man. Shout out to that. Shout out to the preservation, man. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Damn the preservation, God. man. So we, we have to understand what our organization is. And see, our black people... We're the only race of people where the elders criticize their children. Mm-hmm. You don't hear mm-hmm. Mexicans, old Mexicans criticizing their lokes. Mm-hmm. You don't hear Pecker Woods messing with their young Ku Klux Klan and they John Burke society. Mm-hmm. These handkerchief niggas is always talking down, but they ain't left y'all nothing. What if you like? I, I grew up in Compton. I was born on Nightmare on Elm Street. We ran Freddy Cougar out of Compton. Nigga. We was the first black city west of the Mississippi. We ran shit. 1973, Compton was called Murder Capital of the World because it was black run. All all the people was not killed in Compton, but they was found in Compton. Okay. In San Quentin, 1973, we had 189 stabbings and 12 killings without a gun. Murder Capital of the World. You understand? Every day it was getting busy. You dig what I'm saying? Having to go through this. And so you get these dudes, these people come. We had 14 mayors, black mayors in the city of Compton since 1970. Uh And we don't even have a Martin Luther King. God damn. Hey, man, I I wanted to make a statement, though. Like, you know, when I first moved to the hood, uh, to the Nella over there, it was 76. Uh-huh. That was my first time experience the Nella right there, right? Uh-huh. And I was coming out here from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I stayed in Milwaukee. Okay, so you understand. I stayed on North 20th in the Highland Park Project. Oh, okay, so you was off in the, okay, I feel you, I mm-hmm. feel you, I feel you. I was off like uh, Capital, like, you, you familiar with Capital? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small world, man. So I, I, was, I came from Milwaukee to out here. And one thing that stuck in my mind when I touched down and went to the park in the summertime is how violent it was out here when I was that small. Mm-hmm. How niggas was getting knocked out. I had never seen niggas getting knocked out and robbed and shit like that in broad daylight. And then, it, and then the same niggas was coming back the next day doing it to different niggas. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? And and I was always shocked at how violent it was out here. Like, I was just like, damn, man, this well, is another. talking about an era, uh, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76. What most people don't know about out here, I'm speaking on Los Angeles. Right. But most inner city parks and recreations are con- controlled by those in that area, right? And whatever gang, St. Andrews Park, A. Trey, uh, Van S. Park, Van S. Boys, Harvard Park, Brims. This is on the west side, right? Uh, 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 Hoover, Manchester Park, Hoover Sportsman Park, the hundreds. So it was a lot of violence there back in the '60s, and people don't realize that's what we were discussing earlier uh-huh. about how you can get into the game when the rapping shit come out to where you can have a tattoo. Dress like you a crip, image and acting like you a crip of blood or a gang member, and be looked at as a gang member. Right. To whereas when you came out there, it wasn't no faking about you being 
in no gang because you're at you're a criminal <laughs> gang. That uh -huh. separates a street gang from a prison gang for the youths. You could have a, a ten uh, ten people with swings. You're a bike club. But when you got youths between the ages of 12 and 24 that are committing criminal acts on a consistent basis with uniformity, where they throwing signs, wearing colors, got slogans, tagging, that is a street gang. The same thing as with a, a, a young young gun in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just yeah, got so. the RICO Act yeah. because right. they wasn't going across state lines. It was local criminal. So when you came out in 76, it was a whole very, very, very violent because they really were just starting to charge juveniles with, say, uh, carjacking, which didn't have a term, uh, 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 being tried as an adult that didn't start till about 1975 Damn. because of the violence that had occurred prior to then. So people don't know how violent that gang atmosphere was, particularly when this ain't driving on cars. You got to meet at school. There's no color, but you all dress the same. It was very close contact and very physical back then. Yeah, yes, I came up with Big Zone, you know, mm -hmm. Zoe told me to call you too. He he hit me up the other day and was, was like, "You gotta you gotta get get at Marv and have him on there." Okay. Um, part, and then he called. You. Then he I called. You. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I want to back up real quick, Marv. Mm -hmm. Do you think people was mad that you say you know this Paru because you know uh, Babalu age and era and all that? Babalu them younger than me. Okay, so for the record no, to be uh, straight, you no, literally are. I'm not, the only one older than me, and he ain't actor, and that's Big Ace. That's Harold Bourne from okay. Paru Street. Okay, he's seventy six, but he I, he ain't in the street every day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Babalu, Babalu is shit. Babalu is sixty. Bobby Lewis be about 69. 68, okay. 69. So that generation is younger than you. You yeah. been, been doing this shit. Been, been doing this. Yeah, you understand same. me? So, like, uh, can't nobody take being old from me. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. me? And I was banging before banging was banging. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up, I, our, our whole neighborhood was treetops. Tree, mm -hmm. Magnolia. Our street was named after trees. So, we, 1959, my relative told me we treetops because we was the... We, we was the blackjack game. Uh -huh. <laughs> You're uh -huh. like, no, nah, nigga, y'all treetops. I'm like, shit, that sounds okay. <laughs> so we've been pushing that line, you know. And it's crazy how shit to this and day so, is like, damn. So it, uh, 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 Tony Lane grew up, was born next door to my mother's house on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. So when he caught his case and went to Y and uh, Bonnie and, 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 and his dad, uh, Ernest, they moved across Canal on Spruce. Mm -hmm. So when he got out, everybody on that side of the canal, they was Hickory Crips. And you had uh, Big H, uh, Howard. They all claimed Looters Park. Um, uh, Terry Tarzan claimed the west side because they all went to Dominguez High School. Yeah, I want to ask you about that, too. Uh, on, on that side. Mm -hmm. So when when Tony gets out, of, gets out of Hawaii, that side is over there confused. So he made them treetops, and my brother then became cedar blocks. Mm. Michael Roselle, uh, 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 Lawrence Pittman, my brother Henry, uh, Cedar Rat. Was, uh, Reggie had like five sisters. Everybody fucking with their sisters. Since you, you know, on our side, mm -hmm. every other street's a dead end. Mm -hmm. 
So if you come up Elm Street oh, yeah, and make yeah, yeah. a right, right you right. going you make a right, you go turn that and think you're going to Poplar, you're in a dead end. Yeah, you if suck, you make nigga. a left, if you make a left, you don't know what streets to go in. That's why, man, yeah. we don't. You can never hear a L.A. Crip saying he came and did no made no moves in Compton. Because mm-hmm. he don't know the area. Right. Yeah, just it's, like it's us. complicated. It's like us. We go to L.A. We don't really know the don't area. Don't know the area. You understand? I, I want to ask you, too. So the first Pyro Hoods, right? They, I heard, like, on the west side, it was west side Pyro. And then on the east side, it was Ludus. Ludus first. Right. Okay, Ludus and west side. And then after that, it came along to what? You said the, uh, the trees. And we, we, we always been the treetops. And okay. then when it was the trees, uh-huh. then... Uh, it, well, before that, uh, Fruit Town. Fruit Town used to be where Davis is. Yeah. All those houses over there. Mm-hmm. Why it was called Fruit Town? Because the Mexicans that lived over there, where the factories are, that was uh, strawberry patches, uh, uh, cabbage fields. And when they do, I do they work. They would take the vegetables and bring it back to their house, and they would sell them out of their house on Elm Street, Cedar Street, uh-huh. and Spruce, where. Uh, Davis and Dickerson Elementary, that whole, right. so that, they call that Fruit Town. Right. Right. The first, Fruit Town, originally, Ernest, uh, Tony Lane's father, they was Lazy Loafers. Okay. They And they went from Lazy Loafers, then you got. Uh, and that was the name of a clique, Lazy Loafers? That was the Lazy Loafers, uh-huh. where Fruit Town was. Okay. So it went from Lazy Loafers to uh, uh, Reggie Holland and Larry Cheeks, uh, 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 Zomar and, um, Chucky McNeil, uh-huh. they became the Bliss Boys from Bliss Street. Okay. Right? So all we growing up in the 60s, they was the Bliss Boys. We was treetops. Then you had the swamps. Mm-hmm. And you had front hood. Mm-hmm. And the front always been the front. Mm-hmm. So then after uh, Piru Street cranked up, it was the west side putting them in Piru Street. Then they went over to Fruit Town. Fruit Town and treetops. Everything lined up over there. Then the Nellas came, and Baba Louie went over to a dance in 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 uh, Luda's Park at the school at uh, the 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 gym at Luda's Park. Okay. When they saw, they had never seen pudding before in their life, and they thought Baba Louie was pudding. Mm. You understand know I me? Mean? So he's over there with the girls. He kicking it and pop locking and doing his shit. You know what they do? You understand me? And so bam, he come back and go tell little Vince. And him and Lil Vince, now I ain't gonna tell putting him because there's too many girls over here. Right, right, right. We're using your name. <laughs> yes. it, you know what I mean? So <laughs> they push up. So bam, he, he he meets Marcus. Him and China Dog get together and fire and all of them little dudes. He start telling them this and this and that. Uh-huh. OG Fish, um, Elliot Ness, all of them. My, they was all Ludus Parks. Yeah. So then Ludus start hanging out and then all of that was Ludus Park. Hollywood was pan-ass gangster crips. Mm. Marcus M went in there, and because the difference with us and everybody else, this was, we had Pyru love. Niggas didn't start messing with Pyrus because we jumped them up. We took care of people. Right. And they like, oh shit, we like them better than Some we real like. Niggas, you know, like, fuck that. It ain't many of them, but they, they down. Mm. And we want to be down. So the mob started getting there. It was Linwood Crips first. Okay, let me ask you something. That drive-in that used to be over there, did y'all used to have issues up there at that drive-in? No. It used to be cool? Yeah. It, 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 you know, 
by the time the Compton drive-in closed, I mean, the gangbang had started. Right. But it wasn't to a point. It was... Actually, you couldn't really get from the 70s, like he was talking about 76 and this and that. You couldn't get a Compton crypt to go to to Compton Drive-In. Okay. It's an uh, ambush. I feel you. That's, that's why I was asking, <laughs> yeah. what did it, did y'all have clashes up there? It was clashes. So, uh, uh, main clashes, they used to have the Vermont Drive-In. Right, 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 right. And so, that's mainly where you had a clash at. Right. I went to see... Uh, what giving him something you can feel? What's it? What was the name of that? Sparkle. Sparkle. Is that the back name of the day? Yeah, back in the day. I went to. I got out of prison in '76. I went to see that movie three times and never seen it yet. Oh, oh, oh. read between the lines, <laughs> niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three goddamn times. It's confusion up in that drive. I feel you. No, I feel you. I feel you. So Deep. look to do the. Um, the OG since everything was treetop over there, so do the um, do the OGs from from treetops and fruit still fuck with each other? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we all but this the, the bullshit is some young niggas shit basically. It's some shit that happened. It first started with Rick James, uh huh, and the incident. Then I can understand when dudes keep getting losses and don't nothing happen. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We just can't keep going on like this. Mm -hmm, I understand mm -hmm. they pain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, you dig what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah. So, but you got some dudes that are, are beefing with each other that ain't but 20. This happened. This more been like 40 years ago. Right. right. And you just own some shit just because somebody told you. Yeah, they following. And, shit and we that got they family heard. on both sides. Yeah, I heard about that too. You know what I'm saying? So here you got these these folks here, and it's your relative that y'all's. Robin against and both yeah. of y'all supposed to be pyros. Yeah, yeah. But you ain't doing nothing with these T flats. You're not doing nothing mm. with these B these B thirteens. Mm. They running a muck in Compton. Mm -hmm. And you running on each other. Yeah, it didn't make sense. You know? Yeah. Palmer block down there, I mean uh, is is wiped off the map. Where Magnolia was, they got fuck nigga signs up there. Dang. T flats and took over. Ain't nobody going to try to rescue them, huh? Mm-mm. 151, damn near took over mm, mm, by body mm. Thresse. Ain't nobody here. Oh, they can't. Oh, man, them niggas couldn't hold their hood. Nigga, them is Pyrus. Right. You should be on everything until the Pyru life is back Fact. stable. Fact. That's how it's supposed to go. You understand me? If you got a problem, I got one too. Yeah, because right. once you gone, it's me. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. That's in the penitentiary. They started that segregation shit in 79, 80 in San Quentin. You got a whole East block, all Crips, all gang members that don't get along with each other. We got five different yards. BGF and Bloods, we on one yard. We at North Block Segregation. Crips going to tear our asses up if we get anywhere close. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Melvin's crew, eight trays and 60s don't get along. Mm -hmm. Shotguns call themselves anybody killers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Out there in Gardena, yeah. You know. So then you have this, but the Mexicans and the whites, Aryan Brotherhood and the Mexican Mafia, they on the same yard. Yeah. And they identifying all of us. What? What? And they ain't beefing. The, they the no, hell no. No, that's one thing about Mexicans. Uh, they was beefing. That's just like. Uh, they, the, they won't beef in jail, though. They, they, man, they put green lights on blocks. Yeah. Whatever our beef is, let's get rid of them first. Yeah, yeah. 
And they could tell on us too. And it's man, it's, it's good. Cool. Yeah, that, and, and yeah. I ain't telling. Yeah, you tell to, on a yacht, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they was they was trying to refute that. Yeah, they was trying to. Re- I heard so. You know, it's, it's you still know, good. Right you know, now. what that they were telling, or that, that it was a green light on the black that they would tell. Man, let me show That's you a case. Strong, let, me, let me let me show you a case. That's still uh, strong. My still uh, one telling. of the brothers in the nation with me. Uh, okay, you know Captain Will. Uh-huh. Captain Will's one of. I Eric, heard of him. Yeah. Will they go and, and and make a move on these Mexicans that got all this dope, right? Yeah. They take like. 30 pounds of cocaine from $120,000. These donkey riders called the police and tell the police they took our dope and our money. Wow. And they kidnapped us and testified and got them niggas life in prison. Okay. God. I stand corrected on what I heard. <laughs> I stand corrected. And, them, and, them, and them was some B-13 Mexicans. They look at them dudes. Them dudes right there, the four dudes that was involved in that, they OG, they top on the list for getting rid of five niggas. Wow. You know, they be having, the, they be having these uh, podcasts where they do, like, like prison conversation um, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of Mexican gangsters that got they went to the pen and got out, and now they got podcasts, and they be talking about all this type of shit. And they was trying to say that they they wasn't doing that, like telling, you know, because my niggas was like, "Hey man, y'all be telling, y'all say it's okay to tell." What's his name? Uh, BG Knockout said that he was like, okay, "Yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. They, it's okay for them to snitch on us." You, you know, we up. don't we don't do we we don't condone no snitching on no level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not even on enemies. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's alive and living color, and and they had a code like that. Wow. I mean, it was I didn't seen uh, uh, Mexican mafia a motherfucker kill his own brother because of a snitch jacket. You right, know what I'm saying? right. And, and they held they cold, but when that shit flipped over and Joe Morgan told them, man, y'all got to start in this uh, young young Mexican uh, boxer from 18th Street, he started pushing the line, bruh, it was like, okay, cool, we running this, whichever way we have to do to get rid of them, we going to get rid of them. We got to tell them they got a knife in the cell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> man, I didn't seen shit like that. Man, I didn't been in the apartments and you know what I mean, seen some uh, Mexicans run through the park after doing the crime. Police pull up on them and they point to the apartments like, nah, they in there, and it was really them. <laughs> oh, wow. And the part and the police come over there and tear us up, and, and, you know what I mean, and, and, and jacking everybody up and all that shit. One of the homies went to jail, had a strap on him and shit, so. That shit, that shit get wicked, man. Wow. That shit get wicked. Damn. It's true shit, bro. So what? How? I mean, okay. With 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 black unity, man. Um, what what do you think the problem is? Because like when we when we go to the penitentiary, we gotta work together, right? Definitely. We we used to, not now. Every man for himself. Damn, it's like that right now, Mark. Right there, right now. We, they say anybody that controls the ghetto controls prison. Uh-huh. I got a son and my nephew there in prison right now. Them niggas got to ask a Mexican or a white boy or a homosexual to get bed moved. They have no. When I was in prison, blacks ran everything. Oh, yeah. Now we don't run nothing. Niggas got jobs on the yard crew, uh, um, dorm maintenance, all administrative jobs, Mexicans and whites got. 
The only one, the only nigga that got a hell of a, an administrative job is a homosexual. Damn. And we gotta go through that nigga <laughs> just to get some shit done. To get, and he ain't gonna do nothing but for white boys and Mexicans. Boy, we got a bad. We need to Man. wake the fuck up, homie. Man. We need to wake the fuck up and realize who but the we real believe, enemy. See, we believe we free. You nah, think because the motherfucker gave you a couple hundred thousand dollars and you still rolling around in the same carousel. Uh -huh. You ain't been, we got some homies that's rich. Yeah. It ain't been North of Wilshire. Right. Blood, what's over there? Oh, no, blood, Marvel, why? Why you stay way out there? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, living life, so motherfucker. It's just, it's bigger than that. My whole life was Compton one time. Right, right. And I found out that 10 square miles wasn't enough. Right. And I start going to different states and seeing different cultures and like, whoa, shit. Mm -hmm. they, you know, like, we're, un, we're so impressed with ourselves. That's why California is so backwards. We're so impressed with ourselves. You tell a nigga in Mississippi that he's slow, right? Or them niggas back there are slow. How is he slow when he wake up two hours before you? <laughs> hey, nah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, nice and common sense right there. You know, so yeah. we take shit for granted. Uh, we was talking in Boss Talk, we was there the other day, and it was the identifying the gangs, right? In the South, it's a certain dress quorum. And it's, it's, a, it's an old saying, say, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Right. So yeah. the first gang members went back to the South. All of these niggas had khaki suits on, right? <laughs> to the south, only nobody wear a khaki suit but a janitor. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you got a khaki suit on and some chucks, you look like an alien. <laughs> Who in the fuck <laughs> is these niggas? <laughs> facts, 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 facts. So we don't come in blending in, we come in taking over. And motherfuckers, in the south, they got one or two things. They either gonna kill you or they will tell the police. Yeah. He yeah. ain't from here. Yeah. Y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah. go get him. Yeah, we stick out like a sore thumb out you know, there, man. So uh, we have to, in unity, we have to understand. Right now, when our numbers was low, mm -hmm. Piru was powerful. Mm -hmm. Now we done got all of these numbers, and ain't nobody loyal. No, it's not. You know, it's not. in the Bible, this man Gideon, right, he started off a war. God told him to go to this war, and he started off with 10,000 men. And God told him there's too many. He broke him down to 5,000. By the end of it, Gideon didn't have but 300 men. I said, you hear that movie, The 300? That comes out the Bible, right? Yeah. And then when he went in, and the 300, because then was 300 loyal. Soldiers. They life in their death was all for what their cause was. Everybody else is bullshitting. The first 5,000 that ran off, they say they went to the to the giants and told the giants, that, hey, this nigga Gideon coming. Uh, <laughs> so after Gideon uh, killed all the, killed and took over, they say the first 5,000, we was waiting for you. Man, we glad you're here, homie. We was, man, we was just getting ready. And Gideon killed them too. Straight up. So, uh, you know, people talk up. about us killing each other, 60 years of killing. Well, that's just target practice. Because the <laughs> Crusades, Packer Woods killed Packer Woods for 300 years. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. Civil War was 40 years of Packer Woods. So, damn, we, we ain't did nothing to what they're doing. But once we start waking up and seeing who the real enemy is, Ooh. man, this young crew here, Ooh. whoo, right now y'all grown savage. Mm -hmm. 
you mm-hmm. got to do as a general, I'm going to show you who to attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real shit. Real shit. And, and speaking of um, unity, uh, Melvin showed me a picture of, you know, him with, a, with some um, 60s or some Hoovers way before, you know, the Nipsey situation happened in 2016. You want to speak on that? About how, uh, uh, yeah, we had, uh, I was with uh, doing prison ministry with a church, uh, uh, River of Life Ministry, uh, ran by Reverend uh, Rodney Buckler and his wife, mm-hmm. and a uh, big use of member. Uh, it's basically the rolling 60s are there, Big U Cousins, uh, Mark Bolden. It's a sanctuary, though, to where all us that grew up together that might have been West Side Crips or just basically it was a line of 60s there. But I'm from a tray, so I'm telling them, man, I can't be a member of this church. And then I'm coming in here on Sundays or whatever, and now we y'all at war where eight trays is still shooting and and sixties is worn and I'm sitting in the middle where I'm already looking at people who have been affected uh, from eight trays or allies. So I tell them, man, we're gonna have to start talking about something to try to close this gap because I can't be sitting in here as a member of the church and the and the and the uh, congregation out on the streets are fighting, feuding. Feuding. So uh, uh, one of the rolling 60s had got killed on the hood night, uh, shot seven, eight times. So I say, well, why don't we put a a press, a a town hall meeting together? That's what it was, a town hall meeting. We had Melanie Molina, uh, Black Lives Matter. We had Big U, we had uh, 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 Mad Bone, we had Tone, we had Mark Bolden, we had Tony Stacy from Hoover, and so that kind of like, real, uh, real. yeah, that kind of like uh, was the first time, particularly on the internet, because oh. you very seldom see a trades or the '60s uh, prior to Nipsey's uh, mm-hmm. death uh, ever been together, because the war is still going. So then uh, I talked to Big U, and I said, you know. Nipsey and uh, Lil Sodi, it'd be nice if they could do a collaboration together and uh, 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 maybe bring some dialogue amongst the youngsters where they would respect it. You know, this day age category. Exactly. So I talked to Big U and uh, uh, he had said we could make it happen. And then I told a uh, Lil Sodi and other things happened. So from there, uh, dialogue had started to uh, come in because then I started hanging with a guy named Pete Winbutch who's tough on the on the charts when it comes to the bloodline of there. Uh-huh. And we just had been talking and then when the Nipsey Hustle uh, incident happened in LA Gangs Unite, there already had been dialogue and that just basically created an opportunity to where guys that hadn't been over there in 40 years, even though it's right across the tracks on the west side, the first time A-Trace had been on Slauson and Crenshaw in a, a capacity to where they wanted to pay their respects, which we all did on the west side after all said and done. He's from our side of the tracks. Our side, he's a west side of Ice Cube, so they wanted to pay their respects uh, uh, behind that, and that just opened the door. Yeah, I want to speak on that because 
when Nip passed away, it was, you know, the 60s and the A-Trades. They did a walk or whatever. Not just the 60s and the A-Trades. More, you, had, more, yeah. you had quite a few right. West Side uh, 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 uh affiliates friends or foes you had i was getting called say like affiliates against the crips uh -huh. for trade hey homie it's a setup is it cool now come on through homie i'll be there uh -huh. or they calling so it wasn't just a a trade right, right. it was basically uh the rolling 60s the in hood car then you had the gangsters car mm -hmm. and you had a collaboration of more than just the a trades in right, the right, 60s right. that was the headliner but the body of it was, it was a lot of guys come from the east side. Mm -hmm. Guys came from, from uh, Compton, Watts, uh, Long Beach, all over. So it wasn't just a Trey 60 thing. You had intervention workers, you had the Nation of Islam, you had all type of people that from all walks, save our sons, murdered for justice children. Second call. Uh, second, uh, yeah. second call, final call, uh -huh. uh, the grids. Uh, that works with the mayors. All the, everybody came out, and in fact, for 30 days on the west side, after that, there was not one murder or gunshot. Cause I had a show called "The Sounds of the Streets," where I can hear the birds chirping, the sound of the helicopters, the ambulance, and I can hear the sound when this shit going on. But it was peaceful. You wake up on the west side. But uh, we didn't get the uh, sustainability where it, the local elected officials, they should have stepped forward to try to uh, create some type of sustainability with the dialogue going. Mm -hmm. But what they did, they let 30 days lapse. And then soon as the first murder happened, which a lot of times they blame on gangs when they're really isolated incidents, mm -hmm. dick and pussy, or some drug deal, but a lot mm -hmm. of times they throw it off its gang activity it's when it's easy. really not. Yeah. It's an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. And soon as that murder happened, that was an isolated incident. All the papers and the newspapers and the politicians, oh, uh, back to this, and they started talking about it and publicizing it. And you have to really understand when you're dealing with propaganda, the power of propaganda, when it's one-sided, when you got a black newspaper where you got two candidates running for elected official in that district, but they only show one. You'll never hear about the other one. Just like these podcasters, you'll hear one-sidedness. Right. But you don't hear the other side of us. We've been talking about the work we do, but all I hear on this shit on the Internet is static. Right. But we don't hear nothing about nobody doing nothing. Right. That's look, what we challenge them to. Match up to what you're doing to give back instead of all this lip boxing, tongue wrestling, and verbal gymnastics. Step to the mic and let's see what we're doing in the communities, man. And that was the point I was trying to make, that you have been putting in the work. It wasn't, it wasn't, you've been, you showed me that picture from 2016. You know, I don't know really when you start putting in the work, but the point was. I've been putting in doing civil rights since 1997, where I've been in numerous, uh, not just, uh, I deal in murder. That's my mm -hmm. number one forte. But it's murder, whether it be by friend, family, foe, or even those that serve and protect us. Straight I up. done did uh, murders of uh, Amadou Diallo in New York, mm -hmm. Prince Jones, the Howard University student in uh, 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 
uh, Washington, D.C. Cherise Iverson, the little girl killed at the uh, hotel in Vegas. Uh, Taisha Miller, the girl 19 years old that was shot 19 times in Riverside. Dang. Margaret Laverne Mitchell, the homeless lady that was shot over a shopping cart. Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, original owners, a woman and a man that was stabbed to death by a former inmate. Uh, Mayor Parks, granddaughter that got killed at church's chicken. I can go on and on. Uh, these are high-profile cases uh, that we've done. We do civil rights. We do innocent projects. It's so this civil rights stuff I've been involved in, particularly uh, uh, activism. Uh -huh. Community activism. We uh -huh. part of credible messengers that work with mayors all around the United States. Uh, we mentor youth. Uh, we do restorative justice. We address a uh, 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 crime where we believe education over incarceration. So it's a lot we do, but that's not the grammar's lights. We got our boots to the ground when the camera's not around. I feel you, and that's why I wanted to make the point of that you've been working before that that nipsey situation and they had the march because a lot of people thought that the, that the dialogue of them two hoods or, you know whoever else was involved with it had just started then but it did not no it started back in 2016 as mm -hmm. far as them but when the war started in 1980 not 79 that's when tyrone got killed uh -huh. they wasn't feuding at the end but 79 was a pivotal year as far as the crips and particularly the west side uh raymond washington got killed that year took got arrested that year and we start being at an age where the west side east side crips on our side in fact everybody that were juveniles uh when we were starting out now we're getting that age now when we get caught we're not coming right back. No. You're doing five, ten years, and that created a, a, a gap on the west side to where the next underscore that come up, but they didn't come up with the same guidance and, and the same rules and away. regulations yeah, that yeah. started coming. And plus, to go a real thing, most of them starting in 1980 came in crip on crip. Yeah. We didn't come. See, that's a yeah. big yeah. difference. Yeah. Can I so, make observation? Did the killing, killing really started in like 79, 80? They was killing before that. Well, you, you, this game in 72, 71, the West Side Crips, East Side Crips and Compton Crips. Okay. Together, there was no sets. That was predicated when you was getting two to four years for a murder. They started killing in what? 1972 when the Robert Ballou murder happened which uh, Justin Baycott, Sam Cunningham, Ricardo Sims, uh, 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 Eric Williams, all these guys had killed uh, uh, Robert Ballou, which was a, a prominent son of an attorney back then. That's over the leather coats. Then after that, Michael Conception them killed Mayor Butts. The Mayor Inglewood, Douglas Green got killed on the west side. Then a murder, and that's when the murders start taking place on the west side as far as being attributed to Crips and Bloods because unlike Compton that has a long history, we're from the west side to where we had cliques. We didn't have guys that were 20 years old hanging in the streets because we are integrating. It's whites over there. You can see Tookie at 17 or 15. I'm 13. And you can see whites down playing bowling, croquette at the end. It was integration. They had 
at the most high school kids involved. But other than that, they were junior highs. You had the Smacks, you had the Cafe Boys, you had the Outlaws at Fauche. So our makeup's not the same as the East Side Compton Watts to where they've had Slawsons. On the West Side, they had cliques. And the first gangs over there were basically uh, Crips or the Inglewood family, which were chain gang, the Van Ness boys, the uh, 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 underground block, uh, uh, Watergate, Rolling 60s, 111, uh, uh, 5'9 Brims, Terry Cadeau, Treetop, uh, Jimmy Celestine, all these heavy hitters was over there back then. Karate family, Reggie and Shaft, uh, all these type of guys. So mm -hmm. on the west side, we didn't have a history of mm -hmm. uh, powerful. We had clicks because most of the west side, when the Crips started, tooking them was 18, 17, but the ones up under them, we all 14 at that time, 1971. So we were 14. And then you had the Inglewood Crips, which were part of the west side. But they were into themselves uh, where we all was together, which was Michael Christen, uh, Kenny Robinson, and all them type of guys, uh, Tarzan, and the guys out there. But they were also part of the West Side Crips. So our, our, our bloodline in here, it's just a little bit different than those that had a history of having gangs in the 50s and all that. On the West Side, it was still uh, basically white when I moved over there. Okay, another observation. Did did the death of uh, Elijah Muhammad have an effect on the gang violence as far as people c dropping out the nation after he get, after he died? Marv can answer that. No. You don't think so? At all. Oh, None, okay. because... It, this, that was the whole... The split after the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, passed in uh, 74, 75... 74 and uh, uh, Minister Farrakhan was supposed to take the position but the position was given to Wallace his younger son right and it became a coup with hypocrisy and the hypocrites started the Bilanians that went over into Orthodox Islam and that broke up the nation right it broke up the nation for a minute and then Minister Farrakhan came and stepped back out and 1979 and it's been going on but it the after Cointel Pro Cointel Pro was a, a operation by J. Edgar Hoover to dismantle all black organizations the Black Panther Kawahita uh, Malcolm X Foundation to de-separate them and you know he, he said we will not have a black messiah so in the 70s, they came up with this record, it's your thing, do what you want to do. So blacks became, before we knew who we were, and our only opposition was the white man. We knew who he was. So then in him plotting, he made a new Negro in the 1970s, right? You had the middle class Negro. So the middle class Negro Look down on the lower class niggas. So it's not as niggas against niggas, huh? Right, 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 mm. right. So it changed the whole perception of what we was about. Right. Mm. So we had, in, 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 in the 50s and the 60s, all the families came to the South and stayed at your mama house until they got on their feet. Mm. 
Uh-huh. Everybody True. passed. Um, we did. Mexicans ain't doing nothing but what they saw us do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then in the 70s, we used to all write on, on uh, Savior's Day and right now with the Nation of Islam. I got a problem with going to Chicago and you, you're supposed to be a black organization, black run, black self-predicated, but we go and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on Savior's Day to the Western, the Sheraton Hotel, pay for these flying transportation. Niggas from the, from the West Coast used to get in cars and drive to Chicago when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was alive and stayed at black hotels or stayed with black families. Now we rent everything from white folks, right? I, I seen a post on Facebook, and this dude said that black people don't want to be free. We just want white people to like us. <laughs> Man. And let me say a little bit about the mindset where you have to understand that Marv, when he's talking, Marv come through a military or a struggle to where it was the police, fuck the police, and they was in a power struggle where they didn't have civil rights. So... He could recognize, uh, say, when the, uh, uh, the tanks and the fighting, because he's at an age to where he's participating. But now in 71, when we 14, 15, 16, I've seen the rides in what, what's that, Marv, 65, 64? I'm staying on 83rd and Hoover uh, by the uh, uh, Hedgemont Gym or whatever, where Hedgemont Lewis, the Hoover Street Gym. But I'm seeing the trucks, but I'm not comprehending what's going on all i'm worried about is seeing these stores open to where i can get a tether ball for my sister hmm. me a little golf club right. so i'm not recognizing what i'm seeing what it's about right so now when i get 14 15 16 we doing our own thing but we're not in tune with chill, chill. we're not thinking about uh the black panthers uh, Malcolm, because we're not at that level, but later on, as you get older in life, you start to analyze and say, I've, and figure it out on what you realize, what you're saying. So when you hear us speak, you'll hear Marvin speaking from somewhat of an older standpoint. I, I noticed when we in '71, Marv, I'm 14. That means Marv would be 19. So our mindsets yeah, yeah, yeah. aren't the same, I'm and our that. thoughts aren't the same. Yeah. So when he go to that. When you ask me about Martin uh, Wali Muhammad and his death, it didn't mean nothing to us. Right, right. See, the qu- reason why I brought that up is because the apartment complex that I moved in, you know, the, the across the street from Campanella Park, the apartments. Yeah. That was like a that was ran by Muslims. Mm-hmm. In '76. Gwee pops. Um, yeah. Not not as pops. It was a different. It was a uh, they was living in there, uh-huh. but it was a uh, it was somebody else that was the manager. But it was like dominated by Muslim families. You understand? It was like a stronghold for Muslim. It was like a stronghold for the Nation of Islam back then, bro. No, it wasn't because the Nation of Islam wasn't even up in seventy six. The Na- Nation of Islam failed in nineteen seventy five. Okay. We didn't come back into the Nation of Islam until 1979. We didn't start NOI security until the 80s. Okay. So I don't know who was there. But it was like a lot of uh, a, a uh, lot of Muslim, Muslim families, yeah, yeah, like you know yeah. where they where uh, they was uh, going to school in the summer. Yeah, everybody dressing was, that, in black. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Charles Hall, Zachary Hall, all out of the swamp. They they were in the nation from the beginning. My, they made Mars 54. 
Right. But they came into economical jihad. That's what they were orthodox Muslims. So yeah, they were in the apartments at that time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, the okay. Swamps. I, they, yeah, they, they all are, 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 are Charles Hall, Pocky, uh, uh, Vernon Hall. That's Vernon Hall, V's brother, yeah, BGF. Char- yeah, yeah, Charles Hall Char- and Char- V Hall. Yeah, they, I know exactly they, who you're talking they, about. They was all in the nation. They got into the nation in 1969, 70, started miles 54 in like 70, 71, right? So they are, um, they where, you know where the orthodox, uh, I mean, the optimal school is on, on Palmer and uh, Poinsettia, okay. right next to the uh, fire station. Okay. That was the original Miles 54 back in the day. Oh, that was a mosque before that was, that was the fire station. Be, no, before the fire station was there, the building right next to where the, the school is, uh-huh. that was Miles 54. Okay. That's, that's how Captain Leroy did, and they all started Miles 54. He got out of, we, he left San Quentin with me in 74, and he came out because we was all in Miles 42 uh-huh. in Long Beach from the 60s on. And so they established Miles 54, and then when the nation fell, uh, the brothers that he talked about got their own band, and they started doing what Orthodox Islam called economical jihad. Nigga, the experience in this motherfucking room. <laughs> Nigga, I love it. It's crazy. And I wanted to ask uh, Melvin, okay, you were saying like how like um, it was a lot of cliques and shit back in the day. So those cliques turned into gangs depending on, they would turn into, or say if like it was a clique in the A-Trade. Since no, they they, you talking before A trade. There no, was no, 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 no. no, no. Okay. I'm saying they was clicks first, but when game banger came around, depending on what area they stayed in, they just turned to that gang. This side went on the west side. You had the west side Crips uh-huh. uh, that had really uh, got into it before they were Crips with Big Bob and them, as the story told to me. In fact, I got it on video, and uh, once uh, Tookie had went to Factor Brookings, that's the article that you'll see in the newspaper where you see them all standing that's when those pictures was taken that was summer 1972 oh, so Tookie ended up starting after he was in Bob Simmons and uh, Fred Shaw boys home they started the uh, Tookie a lot of people didn't know was working for Juvenile Hall starting in about what 73 or something more worked for the Juvenile Hall yeah he was yeah. running boys homes in Compton on Ponderosa and Pine that's where he got shot at Mm. Uh, back then. So a lot of people don't know. Tookie had changed his life, and Tookie and Jamel were running boys' homes in Compton uh, uh, back then. So once Tookie moved uh, to Compton, now the West Side broke up. Tookie was the face. Uh-huh. Took you the face of most crip. He, he was a leader, took basically. from the West Side. Yeah. Raymond Washington, who went to jail early in the game, so he wasn't mentioned a lot early back then because they, they didn't give Raymond Washington the breaks in jail that they gave Tookie. Then right, you had right. James Compton, Moto, uh, Marcellus, uh, and, and these were the guys in Compton because they were C.C. Riders, Compton crip. Right, right, right. So now... We on the west side in Monk, uh, Melvin Hardy, all these, uh, Warlock, uh, all these guys. So Monk started, which was the United Underground. That come off of Curtis Mayfield's song called The Underground. That's how a lot of the west side gangs were named after songs. Payback, Watergate, 
uh, uh, the underground. So a lot of the mm -hmm. songs uh, uh, were made by the Inglewood family when they went from Chain Gang off of Smokey Robinson family song. So a lot of the gangs so, were made after songs. So you got United Underground, then came Block, then came uh, Watergate, 111 O'Neill Brown, Payback, uh, 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 Payback, Gangsta Crip, uh, 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 over there at that time, we wasn't a trade. Uh -huh. Gangsta Crips started off uh, when we started as Gangsta Crips when we founded them. Because I don't broke from the west side after I don't got out of Juvenile Hall and I'm in the hundreds and I see, hey, it looks like uh, Monk in the hundreds, whoever doing it, they calling shots. Yeah. But I'm not out of there, man. We doing just as much damage as anybody so we on i'm off 83rd so mm -hmm. uh me frog and uh uh we going from the west side to where we gangster crips and those and then rayford sidewinder hunchy and that's when the gangster crips started uh uh, uh formulating then we hooked up with hoover because we didn't understand why the hundreds which never got along with hoover we didn't understand why y'all these are crips why y'all getting at them? Because at this time, you got a trifecta. You got the Rolling Sixties, the Hoovers, and the A-Troy Gangsters. We're together at this time. Okay, y'all was together before all the bullshit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, before the murder happened. Uh -huh, Up uh -huh. to then, it was Hoover Gangsters and the Rolling Sixties. But the hundreds, the underground and all those, they didn't get along with the Hoovers. So when you say the Hoovers, you mean like the eight, seven, four, the, eight, the eight, eight, seven, four, eight, trade, nine dudes and one oh seven. Those okay. are the first ones that okay. come down there. Before the five deuce, basically. Then five deuce and them come. That's for from a break off. But uh -huh. the first original ones off the break was seven, four, eight, trade, nine deuce and 107. Mm -hmm. Then 111 and so forth and so they forth. They didn't have the 80s yet in the Hoovers? Yeah, you got eight, seven, four, the eight, trade. It was first Hoover Groovers. Hoover mm -hmm. Groovers, mm -hmm. but they yeah. seven, four, eight, trade, right. nine deuce. Mm -hmm. And 107. Okay. Those were, we like, we ate Trey. Uh -huh. You got four Trey. You got the Rolling 60s. You got 111. You got 107. Uh -huh. We're named, you got the Harlem 30s, uh -huh. the 40s. Uh -huh. so we go by the areas, Van Ayers, The, the boy, streets. The streets. Yeah, yeah. That's why they named after the street, uh -huh. nine O's. Uh -huh. yeah, the hundreds, because yeah, yeah. every 10 blocks on the west side in any direction, you're not going to be able to walk freely as a black man. Hell no. But that's wrong, though. Yeah. That's uh, wrong. Definitely. That's wrong. Yeah, that's it. Especially up. when you know the damage that <laughs> yeah, was done. Why follow in our footsteps mm -hmm. when we telling you you're going to end up too old to work or too young for Social Security fucking around in this game, man? Uh -huh. It wasn't worth it. Right. That's what we try to tell you. You can be a brand now. The Crips and Bloods are a brand. So they, they another thing they tried to say, like, at, at first, the, uh, the gangs was kind of like, communities that that, that kind of like help the community and and then it somehow it turned to is that true or is that's not well it depends the crips lack structure okay it ain't like they gangster disciples where they passing out lunches mm -hmm. and all this so they didn't start they, off to protect no, they didn't, the community. well i ain't gonna say raymond washington and them on the east side because uh -huh. they were older don't forget we 14 15 so they mentality might have been about helping the community yeah, yeah. or whatever. But they whatever. never did. But they, they never did. Now, because so. like, like, see, he's saying the first media murder was 1972 with, with Ricky, Ricky Ricardo uh, uh, yeah. and the Baloo at, at the, the first Crip killing 
when they was is was on Forty First and Central at Taco Pete's, and, okay. and they took a red leather, a waistline leather coat from a, a dude from the Pueblo Bishops, uh-huh. and they that's that was the first mass murder. You dig what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That they beat a kid to death, you know, and, and so uh, that started, and that's what got the influence now. And then it started perpetrating and getting big. And so they started off, they never helped the community. They started off taking people's leather coats, taking shoes, Tripping. taking. Tripping. They're but, a criminal but, gang. Yeah. yeah. But the they, like, yeah. Like, like Melvin said, they were young and they would not acknowledge. The same shoes you took from him, you could have went downtown and seven of y'all could have got brand new shoes. Yeah. But we don't look at it like that. Right. You right, dig right, on? Right. We, we eat off each other. Right. When it's easier to take from a white man because he got insurance. You come in my house, I'm going to kill you. Straight up. You, you feel what I'm saying? So we don't, this is why we, rehabilitation is me taking you out of one position and putting you in a better position. Uh-huh. So when I go to prison, I used to wonder why. Not, I grew up, man, believing I lived in Mayberry. I n- never went to the refrigerator. There was no food there. Mm-hmm. My father, my mother was a, a college graduate. I had my own room. I hated white people. And my whole thing, and I used to see dudes, you know, we and out, out of juvenile hall, we hustlers. All of my friends, we, we burglarizing, tearing up stores, going in factories, you know, at nine and 10 years old. And we go to juvenile hall and we see dudes out of the projects and man, they'd be there and like, damn, why in the fuck? Dude tell me one day, man, mom, I don't know, I can't, I'd rather be in juvenile hall. I got my own bed, my mama's a wine on, my daddy's a drunk. I got kids, I go to school, my clothes smelling like piss. Dang. So the best thing ever happened to him was juvenile hall. Right, three meals and a day. Every day he didn't have, so this is how to recidivism. So they take you out of there and put you back in the same situation. And we were just talking about it the other day. You get a dude ask me, well, man, Marv, after you did all that time. When I first got out of prison, I, they didn't have malls when I went to prison in 68. My what, mother what did they have swap meets? They, right. they swap meets. They just they had, companies and stores. We, yeah, like we that, had retail s- stores. Uh, P- okay, J.C. Okay. Penney's, C. West, yeah. Newberry's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, John Hardy's, Flag Brothers. We Tom had McCann, stores. You understand me? Kenny so Shoe Store. I get out of prison. My mother take me to the Del Alamo Mall. In prison, everything goes clockwise. If you go counterclockwise, you getting killed and you trying to kill somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything is clockwise. Mm-hmm. So I go to this mall and everybody, my peripheral vision, I'm seeing white folks walk up on me and they bumping. They ain't giving a fuck, but I don't want a prison mentality. Yeah. They bump, I had to go to the car and rest, get a cooler. <laughs> get the nigga mind right. right, man. You dig what I'm saying? So it's a process. So me and Melvin, what we try to get youngsters to understand no matter what your situation is, you have to renew your mind. Definitely. Definitely. It, it, to rehabilitate yourself, you, you may have to come back to the same motherfucking hood. But, I mean, I used to, I used to dip cigarettes like it was the thing. It, it kept my personality right, right? Right, right, And, right. and so, man, I, you know, I, I used to dip Talking about super, the Yeah, stick, super yeah. cools. Uh-huh. I was a super cool giant. You understand? I mean, everybody was scared to death of Marvin and Sherm. Right. But I, when I got out of prison in 95, and I swore to God that if I have to change baby diapers or Kotex machines, I wasn't going to do no more wrong. And I can be around somebody that's on PCP. It got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You can smoke crack. You can smoke cigarettes. That's your life. Right, 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 right. 
oh man, I can't be around him. They drink. Like, nigga, what you scared of? Right, right, right. You have to put it in your own heart. And we have so many right now that's followers to the degree of maximum, and the leader ain't gonna do shit. You got a weak ass army when the leader's a coward. <laughs> and the crazy part, man, back then, like, you know, uh, Sherman stuff, that shit was like normal. Yeah. You know I mean, I know some people like down talking or whatever, but if you always, when I talk to the older people and all that stuff, like primos and Sherm and, you know what I mean? All, you know, but the, they the look down the on it because they stereotype it when you've always had a drug of choice for the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. It was something like different. Like they yeah. using meth. Yeah. Like they use meth, the youngsters now, and a lot of youngsters still smoking PC speed, Hell still yeah. doing crack Hell and yeah. everything else, but they get ostracized because of the images of it. Like when cocaine came out, that was a status drug. Right. Yeah, that's Couldn't why nobody, you have to have money. Right. right. You have you, money. That's a status. You ain't getting nothing. If you're buying a gram, it's a do- $10. Mm-hmm. It's going to be $100 a gram. What? No breaks. Yeah. But it was a, a rich man's high. Primos and shit was like But every shit. time I noticed when the blacks start getting money and getting the benefits of illegal drugs, they start criminalizing it. Facts. So look, back in the day, you look at the cowboy movies and shit, right? And you got the motherfucking mayor and all that shit going to the whorehouse and all that shit. Right. And it was just normal. But right. when black people start pimping and all that shit, right. you see they how they, they criminalize mm-hmm. the shit now. You feel what I'm saying? Right. That's right. the fucked up way of this world, man. But I, want to, I want to ask you, too. You, you first generation out of your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> OG status in this motherfucker, nigga. You know that at once upon a time they used to call Campanella Shermanella. Yeah, back in the day because nah. Johnny Guess and all Johnny the big guys. Yeah, that's, that's my boy Sherm. Johnny Guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Guess. They called us Shermanella. Oh, water cook. My bad, bad boy Johnny yeah, yeah. Guess. On the original uh, uh, nine. Yeah, 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 that's my boy. He was in prison with me in 79. Him and Donald McQuilla that got out and got killed. Mm-hmm. Five, Juan Anderson, Peabody, Guy Walker, uh, 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 all them guys, Big Ant. Uh, 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 Peabody, uh, 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 what my other boys' names that was up there, uh, Old Man, uh, mm-hmm. Turtle, all these cats, uh, we grew up with doing YA, and, uh, I, I always think about Salty, that's my boy, because, uh-huh. uh, I met Salty in about 1972, when they Compton Chris was in there. And I remember, I think in 1972, 73, Keep On Trucking was out. And we had a co-ed party. It was, was me. Keep On Trucking. Was that a song? Keep Kendrick. On Trucking, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Kendrick. About 1972, 73. 73. And it was me, Elmer <laughs> Jones from Block. He ended up dead, got in a car wreck, got killed in 74. Uh. Then Salty got killed in about 76. So I always think back to that, that the time we were juveniles having fun, dancing, and uh, 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 they gone, but I'm still here. It's a lot of incidents uh, where people I grew up with took either Raymond's to where I've seen a lot of death uh, since I was 14 or Definitely. 15. Especially being first uh, generation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, since I was 14 or 15 up to now. And that's the one constant about being in a game. When you really been in that shit, you're going to always hear about a death. Mm-hmm. Somebody getting killed here. 
because, you know, me and Mar, uh, we're like ambassadors to the community. Mar made a mention that his uh, area was 10 blocks. Uh-huh. My area is 10 miles. 10, 10 square My area Compton's is 3. My area definitely. on the west side, which is known as Death Alley, is 3.8 miles. So you don't think if I've been in 3.8 miles, damn near 65 years of my life, I ain't going to know everybody at its purest form. Forget whether you crip blood. None of that matters. You don't think I'm going to know your family? So when these youngsters get killed, I got the answer to their grandmother, you feel the grandfather. You feel how this game get? You feel the spiritual impact of the death? Yeah, not only I know it because I probably know the kid when he was born to where I'd say, oh, that's such and such son. And then I say, so a lot of people don't go through the things that a real OG, by the way, doesn't mean opportunity giver. I mean, not opportunity giver, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, original gangster. That's a term that's been created to make it look like you're a first generation when really you're down the line. When you mention OG, that stood for original crip, or original Piru, as far as us with Crips, uh-huh, uh-huh. it stood for original Crip. What do you see OGC? I went to the well to get a sip when I was surrounded by gangster Crips, although I'm barely allowed to tell this tale because the gangster Crips gave me so much hell. CC don't stand for Compton Crip, it stands for crazy Crip. I drink my coke, I tell no joke, we kill them, you chill them, and the mortuary seals. <laughs> that was said yeah. in 1972. Yeah. You don't hear no sets in there. Uh-huh. Gangster Crip, East Compton Crip, CC. Mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. stand for Compton Crip. It stands for Crazy Crip. Nigga. So that's before it sets. So when they talk about rapping, they've been rapping about shit. It just ain't been put on wax. They got a whole <laughs> lot of shit that they say that uh, 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 they coined back then. So, God, you damn, know, it's just boy. a lot of things where we try to spread the history. Uh, uh, not to be flamboyant it's nothing to brag about yeah it's really not yeah so i don't never get on here i don't try to talk down i try to just uplift keep it the way, the way it is man. did y'all used to frequent that skating rink on rose Cranz? it was a it was a skating rink he was a bowling alley first okay okay then, then he went to the that's in the gardena now, right, right, Rose right. On what? Are you talking Rose about the Rose one on Central? On, it's a swap uh, meet. It's a swap meet now. Oh, Gardena swap meet. It's up by Gardena up toward Prairie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Gardena swap meet now. But let me tell you about. It used to be a skating ring? There used yeah. to be a skating uh, ring. Let me tell you about that skating ring that used to go on there where you know Pyrus are coming up there. You're going to have them Crips yeah. over there. But because I'm. On, in the 80s, but that's close to the 100s, the 111th, all the ones down, Gardena, Michael Conception, and all them in the 100s. Right. So you knew, like they might say, we might go to Hollywood Skating Ring, Washington Skating Ring on the west side, but you knew when you went to that skating ring more, the Pyroots is coming. Yeah. And the Denver Lanes, and the Acton Park Boys, you're going to get some close activities encounter every Sunday at that skating rink right. from them Pyrus or the Athens Park boys or them Denver Lanes coming up in there. I promise you that. We've had many <laughs> encounters up there at that skating rink. Yeah. Many. I want to ask this question, too, uh, real quick. All right, you know, like um, in Compton, you guys both know, or whatever. 
you know, Compton Power Rules beef with Compton Crips, right? Mm -hmm. But back in the day, did like, did it matter if you was from LA? Would you still be beefing with some with some Compton Power Rules, or like, just because you a Crip, or did we just stay only beefing with the Compton Crips? Basically, we our beefs was with Compton for Compton with Compton. You right, know, right. we didn't have too so much. So it didn't go out to LA Crips or I, nothing. I mean. It, we did, didn't, it didn't make sense. We, right. I mean, it ain't yeah. like it didn't make sense, but it was just like, who know you? Right. You know, I I, I used to sling Sherm. I, I started Sherm Alley in in the jungle. Uh -huh. I I had I had a dope house at the La Rene Apartments on Eighth Avenue, sixty fourth, in seventy seven, seventy eight, seventy nine. When but. It was like we. It was all a business. I'm from Compton. They ain't got no beef with me. Facts, facts. You, you facts, dig facts, what I'm facts. saying? So, we did what we did. Everybody. One thing about Compton, everybody know Compton. We've been do, low riding, doing shit since the '60s. Victor Murphy had the first lifted car. You understand me? His Monza. We've always had polished when cars. You, when you say lifted car, you mean hydraulic? Hydraulic. Okay. The first. Okay. Victor Murphy was the first. Dude, and out of out of with Compton, a low rider. with a low, that's, but him and and then his brother Bob Murphy, but he was he was a bank robber. You understand <laughs> me? And he's getting his money to Smith Barney way. He took it. Let me tell you how I met and got in contact to where I learned about Power Rules. Uh, probably Halloween. Uh, it was a Halloween night because we had gave a party up at St Andrews. They had it, the Halloween and the scare. So it was either I'm gonna say seventy two. About 72 at the most, 73. But the Damn. first time I heard of Pyru, Puddin pulled up on me at his Kenny Shoe store. Now, they don't came all the way from Compton on the, the, the west side of Manchester mm -hmm. and uh, St. Andrews. Mm -hmm. And uh, Compton, they pulled up, me and my boy Hillbilly. We sniffing glue, walking, crept out. Like like glue that you have no, in the, the classroom? Glue, yeah, yeah, dipping yeah. grip. The okay. glue. Okay. Now nah, we got we sniffed some glue, and then they had the top of the line that was called dripping grip. That's the gold medal, the top <laughs> of the line where you had <laughs> to walk the, five miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. We stealing it only cost two dollars or something, but we didn't have no two dollars. We stealing it. Okay. But the first time I heard of Pyru was when Putin pulled up with another cat and said, uh, "This ain't nothing but the root." I never will forget that. And I see at this crib. And uh, cause I didn't know, cause back then there was no, uh, you just there was no colors, wasn't none of that. Everybody, oh, so you, just, could, well, no you couldn't identify. identify but no. he said Pyru, but I ain't never heard of Pyru. It could it's be only Pyru's Crip, right? It's See, only Pyru's and Compton. Uh, right, so we ain't got hit, them yeah. over here. We right, we right, only right, fifteen. Right. They right. just started, right. and that's how I learned about Pyru, cause he showed busted on me. Oh, he's, what you mean, like shot? Yeah. <laughs> what did no? When I met Putin, he was shooting at me. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> no, that's but this to, is that's the way type to meet of shit that was going on. Yeah. It wasn't no who you is mm -hmm. and you getting no pads in 71, 72, you 73. Whether you crip or blood, when we meet up, it's, up. it's pretty fresh fit to go down once mm -hmm. we find out. So when he said Pyru, I didn't hear crip, but I didn't have time to even worry if he was a crip. Because next thing I know, he was busting on us. And that's how I met Puddin'. Quite yeah. a few of them. Shaft. Uh, we up at uh, Dinka Park. I'm sniffing glue, thinking it's Halloween night, but I don't want up there a day early. 
It ain't out. <laughs> so I'm standing on the fence, sniffing glue, and I got a girl named Scoogie Cripplet Mary. And this about 73, 74. And we up there. This another Halloween night. I'm going up here to fuck with the Harlems, James Miller, Russell Caper, uh, Kenny Robinson, Al Brett, uh, Dennis Johnson, Michael Johnson, all the original Harlems. OG dead names. Eye, OG names. Old Dead Eye, uh, But I don't went up here the wrong night. So I'm standing on the fence sniffing glue, crept out. We got on our Pendleton's khakis, and she's standing with her coca sacks on khakis. And the car pulled up. used to wear coca sacks back in the day. Four dudes in it. Now, once again, they, uh, yeah, this karate family. I don't hear crip, so I tell them, this crip. And they say, you a crip? And they say, nigga, we ain't going to whoop your ass. We going to kill you. That was the exact words. It was Shaft. Shaft and three more of them. So after they said, we ain't going to whoop your ass, I whisper in the girl ear because I got a strap. I got a gun on me. Was it in her purse or something? No, I got it in her peacoat. Okay. So I tell her, don't say nothing. Act like you scared and don't run. So I go to telling them all, man, I don't want no problem, but I don't told her once they get out this car, I'm busting on these niggas. Facts. So we just say, just don't act scared. Okay. Just let them get out. Mm -hmm. So we walking, and uh, they coming out the car, Shaft, and I can say this, and me and Shaft ended up being the best of partners after he That's got over it. I was going to ask you next. Yeah, it took him three years, because <laughs> every time we seen each other with songs until we got out of high school. Yeah. And then as we got to be where he started hustling and all that, we ended up being the best of buddies after that, when the long table came. He was part of that. So anyway, Shaft and them, they say, now we're going to kill you, man. So I tell her... Uh, Act like you're scared and just walk off a little bit. And when they get their asses out this car, I'm going to bust on their asses. And they got out and a gunfire ensued. I ran over a, a Harlem Crip mother. They mother took the gun from me and took me home. That's the type of parents. They Damn. didn't condone it, but at that time, I got uh, you she though. got me up out of there. I got and you she, though. yeah. And so a lot of times you had encounters to where you didn't know where they was from because uh -huh. there wasn't no colors at this time. Right. Wasn't no red and blue. You had to ask where you was from. And <laughs> usually it would be at the end of it, you would hear the word term Crip. West Side Crip, East Side Crip, A-Trail, whatever, but it always ended in Crip. To whereas on our side of town, you got Van Ayers Boys, uh, uh, T. Rogers, the Jungles, you got Brims, you got Athens Parks, but they didn't, so they didn't have the whole uh, conglomerate to right. where they were considered right. bloods. Right, right, right. They right. weren't considered a whole as bloods. That Not term yet. hadn't even, because in fact, Marv, what y'all used to say, young bloods. Yeah. Hey, young blood. Mm -hmm. So that term was still being used, and we had started to use the term cuz, the opposite of young of blood. blood. Yeah. So yeah. we started saying cuz. That's how cuz on our side started. Uh -huh. Then also you had uh, cuz who got busted in the Robert Ballou murder. Mm -hmm. So that term, and that kept that going too. So a lot of times we the term cuz we use on the west side. What, what year do you think the uh, the colors came? That Crips was known as blue, Bloods was known as red. Whenever they started red. making cut off overalls. 
because if you remember, Marv, correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't have cut-off overalls. You had to buy the whole strap. They didn't have them where you could put a belt on. You was in prison when they came out. Yeah, well, well, the uh, the colors started because when you go to camp, everybody had blue rags. Damn, they gave everybody one? Every, every we, In juvenile hall, and when you go to camp, you go uh -huh. to any camp you go to, you're going to get the, the rags tied around your head, it was a blue rag. That's what it was. I'm so sorry. that's what it was. And why? And why? And why? T S on the yeah. trade line. They was all. Everybody had a blue ride. But it, so, when it come to go ahead, go ahead. I'll so answer that. When 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 Crippen started, Crip start. They was wearing the blue rags in, uh, and in they in their pockets. Left pocket. Yeah. Now there's right power. Well, it didn't matter yeah. back yeah, then. They, they yeah. just had blue rags in their pockets. So when uh, uh, Punkin and Double Barrel Bob when them five nines came they used to wear stingy brims and they had red matches in their hats so that's really kind of signified the blood shot the red and the blue okay you feel what i'm saying now i'm gonna give you my interpretation because on the west side and the east side in compton there was no colors we were ran red in 74. there was no distinction in colors on the west side on the west side Until they start when? about 75 74 they started making cut off overalls they didn't wasn't making them in but they came usually the stripes of these white uh -huh. and the stitching or the blue they made red stitching in the cut off so where for us on the west side there was no distinction in color in 72 we were wearing red 73 what was the distinction for the crypts on the west side and the east side we wore cross earrings where the ace like the god cross like we Jesus. wore cross earrings right. that's uh -huh. how you knew who was a crypt right the brims were one cup up one cup down the ac deuces which people don't know about hardly I over on jeff i remember them the ac deuces yeah they over at jeff i remember them well, this is, that is when uh kool-aid got ran over at the parade howard lundy the lundy kool-aid and he got that happened in 72. so at that time on our side of town the ac deuces they put the the number the card the ace and the deuce what is, what is ac that. deuce what hood is that they now? were blood Okay. But this, they were, they were, they fought against Crips. Okay. But, but that was were, like a hat, though. The AC Deuce. They wore the AC Deuce hats, yeah, but they used yeah. to put the Ace Deuce, yeah. a card, yeah. a number one, and a number two. But they end up going out a little while early. So on the West Side, you were identified not by colors. The cross earrings signified by Crips. I got pictures in 73, 74 where they wearing red waistline, blue waistlines. We wearing turbans, uh, bandanas, beanies. So Before he can correct yeah. about how they gave out that. But on the west side, there was no colors in 72. The colors didn't come out over there to where we was looking at it to where, hey, man, that mean they not Crips. Because mm. we kept a blue rag. Mm -hmm. But we was using the blue rag as the juveniles for when we sniffing blue. You hiding it, basically. No, yeah. you could tie the bag up to keep it sealed. Oh. And you put the bag of glue in your back pocket and your rag wouldn't leave. It wouldn't go nowhere because it's tying up. So we used that as a purpose, too. Then we wearing brownies when we go to fighting socking and, uh, sock yeah. and fighting yeah, and yeah. stuff like this. Mm -hmm. So we could, that's, this just go to show you can have two different answers 
but they both are correct because he's speaking from an older level, but I know on the West Side, we didn't look at colors. Uh, if you hear my mother, she'll be saying, I remember when Melvin, I went and stole a red Pendleton. And these are just normal conversations, but if you know the time frame, you'll see to yourself, that means colors wasn't out. They wasn't. No. Now, I heard Bloods used to say low too before it, yeah, it, it, it was before it was a crip word. Bloods mm-hmm. would say low. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's niggas name that. It, it, yeah, it's niggas name that in the hood. And they got taxes. <laughs> low dog or low this, and you know that was the that was their word first. Okay, I remember Buddha. I mean, it wasn't their word first in juvenile hall, and that we go back. That's what Mexicans call each other, low. Huh? You understand me? As low means loco. Correct. That's the term loco. Correct. So good call, Marv. That's good some call. good shit right I, I'm there. I'm glad you see correct. That's some good that. shit. That's yeah. some good shit. So that, that's where it came from. Oh, we got uh ten dollars from Donnie Rue. Good looking gang. $10. Blessings. Blessings for that. Blessings. Blessings. Yeah, man. Um That's good shit, Marv. Another th- you think right there, man. Another Lope. thing, did y'all Lope. did y'all used to get all y'all? Where, where did y'all buy y'all clothes? Did y'all get them from the um, we surplus? St- we stole them from J.C. Penney's. So n- y'all used to shop at J.C. Penney's. We shoplift at J.C. <laughs> now on the west side, we had the Western surplus. Yeah, West. Well, see that's what you, the surplus. Western surplus is where you go get your Khakis. outfit to gang bang, bro. Uh, that's where we used to get all our clothes from the surplus, the surplus store. Store. Like signing up for the army. every you color khakis, every color khakis. Well, see, we used to go to the surplus store yeah. uh, uh, on um on Manchester and Western. Western. Okay, that's like, that's like a swap we, meet. No, no, it's a store. Nah, it's just like, see, we had out here. We had sad sack. Sad Sack was a surplus store yeah. across the street from Sears before it was the swap before the uh, the uh, uh, swap meet on Long Beach Boulevard uh-huh. across when we was growing up it was Sad Sad Sack and then they had another one on 108th and uh, Avalon where the Watts Ride started. That was my, I got my first pair of bell bottoms out of that doing the Watts Ride. <laughs> Let me tell you a little history about the Western <laughs> surplus as far as. Uh, history and black culture. Okay, Western Surplus is the same store when they got the guns that shot uh, George Jackson them when they tried to escape. When Angela Davis them, those guns were purchased mm-hmm. from the surplus. Angela Davis, black, the Black, the black Panther. Panther, when okay. they went and tried to save uh, Jonathan, when Jonathan them black went kid. for George Jackson them right. at the trial of the Marin County for the murders, a lot of people don't know those weapons came from out Western of the Western Sur- Surplus. Right. That was then when no, they bought them there. Okay, okay. In fact, the gun That's where you that, could buy guns. That you could time. buy guns. The gun yeah. that Tookie allegedly used in the murders of the three Koreans and the other man, that gun was purchased out there in 75. Anybody could purchase a gun from there? Yeah. 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 Then you had okay. Patty Hearst, the SLA, uh, CQ. Those weapons were bought out the surplus. So a lot of these weapons that were being bought that were used in historical things come out the Western surplus mm-hmm. to where you could go with just basically ID and uh, go get that. Tookie, that show you the level of Tookie record that he didn't have to where he was able to go buy a shotgun up under his name. So a lot of times you'll hear these myths about Tookie and these guys being killers. That's a bad rap. I never seen Tookie with a gun until after he got shot out in Compton. He never carried no gun. 
they couldn't be around at 18, around doing the shit we doing. They wouldn't last a day. Right, They'd right, get right. a life sentence. Right. So the older ones that you hear that are 18 and 72, 73, 74, if you look at their records, you'll see after starting in 72, 73, they never went to jail again. They wouldn't have lasted. We got over 40 arrests between 1971 to 74 as juvenile. It's no way an adult could have stuck around and did what the young ones was doing, 72, 73, 74. Right, they right. wouldn't have lasted a day. Right, but right. we didn't let them do nothing. Right, right. We didn't let Tookie and them do nothing. They wouldn't even try. They didn't have to. Mm -hmm. We the younger ones. Mm -hmm. We the rebel rousers. And they didn't have no control over us to tell us. It wasn't that type of party on the west side mm -hmm. where somebody called them. We had unity and camaraderie ship to where we all knew each other, we left together, we gonna come back together. Straight up. I could say that about my big homies too. Like when I, when I first started off when I was young, I was playing football and you know, I was venturing off, but they didn't, they didn't let me, you know, be from the hood we for wouldn't a while. Because I had, you know, the football shit going on. So I always respected that about myself. Most OGs that were coming up, uh, most young black men are athletes and have all yeah. type of talents. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah. choose the corners or the streets as opposed to their real God-given ambition. You know, when you can go to a job where every day you go and every day you go where you go and you're getting paid, then one day you go to that job and they ain't paying. Mm. Now, are you going to stay there and no. go to work? No. No, that's because that ain't your passion. Mm -hmm. We don't get paid a dime for what we do risk in our life, Facts. but we do it because it's our passion. Ooh. It's what we wanna do. Ooh. Now we'll die for this. Mm -hmm. I will. Mm -hmm. I'll die for when people sit and label people or talk about California, West Coast, and this and that. Anybody, let's just step to the mic and let's talk about the history of what you talking about and the history about what we doing. You ain't gonna match up. So we do what we do because we, I feel, me personally, I owe it back to myself, to my mama, to the community to make people proud of me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, and to keep this legacy to where we can make a difference, and we are making a difference. Definitely. Uh, uh, it's just that it ain't the glamorous shit to where they yakking and stuff. This is a cold game. Yeah. It's a cold game to where the truth, uh, they don't want to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. right. They'd rather listen to a lie and go on with this bullshit where it's at an age now, this 2022, to where we ought to be talking about some positive shit, particularly as grown men, 45-year-old men worrying about what some kids say on the lyrics. Ain't nothing you can do to challenge no lyrics. The only thing you can do is change the conditions of the lyrics that they speaking of. If say you that. ain't doing no robbing, you ain't going to no killing, they ain't going to talk about that. Say that. Say that. Right. So all that about... The rap lyrics is making a, a dent in, 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 in making this where people are looking at that and influence them. I think that the parents that let their child look at that shit should be held accountable, particularly when they ain't an age to where they should be looking at it. You have to be held accountable to where you're using the Internet, to me, 
as a high-priced babysitter for you to go where you Ooh. sit a kid right in front of the TV. You ain't got to worry about him talk coming, that, and you that. can go and do the other things you want instead of getting a nanny or something. That's a cheap way of keeping a kid occupied. I, I think that's wrong. That's my personal opinion. You know, if you read in history, I mean, if you read in, like, ancient books, like, let's say, like, some Plato, Plato the Republic, in that book, it discussed how kids shouldn't even be allowed to listen right. to certain types of music, uh -huh. specifically music about war uh -huh. and violence and shit like that. You should have restrictions on what you listen to because of the influence. And it's just like like our society, like the way it is, you know what I'm saying? You even being able to listen to gangster shit at a young age is really kind of dangerous yeah. when you really think about it. Because yeah, they soak all that in. Because you're getting influenced by the lyrics. There's no, yeah. it's, you know what I'm saying? It's no way to, you know what I'm saying? You should be listening to, that's why like, even even now, when I want to be in a certain type of uh, 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 state of mind, I'm listening to music without no words. I'm listening to jazz, you know what I'm saying? And some, if I, to control the, the emotions because if i listen to some you know some gangster shit it's gonna affect me even and i'm and i'm of sound mind and it's still gonna have an effect on me you feel me so yeah i, I feel what you're saying you know? um now uh as far as like like uh the the, the different things you do for the community um have have the rhetoric that Charleston White been putting out there has that affected what y'all been doing? That ain't made people look at what y'all doing negatively in no type of way. Not no. Nah, we still go around talking to kids, uh, entertainment. We still we ain't had the only thing viewers on that little. Uh, I call it the Chitlin Circuit. Right. That's the Chitlin Circuit. All that bullshit on there. That's a one-sided. It don't stop us from doing nothing we doing. We still going around America, mentoring youth, talking at schools, doing uh, accelerated radios. Uh, uh, we own uh, numerous boards. We own uh, mixed martial arts, uh, uh, youth mixed martial arts. We credible messengers. We work with Stop the Violence in uh, 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 Ohio with Mr. Stop the Violence. We work in Compton. More work with politicians. We do all kind of stuff. So I don't, you know, it, people sit and hear this shit where from a rat and something, and they don't have the shit. I, I just don't even pay no attention. I don't even look at the Internet. So as far as my, my life ain't predicated on the Internet. I, I don't you. make a dime off of that with I no buster-ass shit. I right. feel you. All right, that's why I, I'm pretty sure you don't give a fuck about that whacking on this shit. Uh, we ain't even we ain't even uh, asked him yeah, about that yet. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you everything uh, they say the pen is mightier than the sword. Definitely. So if you allow people to say things and you don't stand on it, when mm -hmm. you stand, we stand on right. Mm -hmm. As sometimes I be on the left, you know, uh -huh. that just balance shit out. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I go to gym, Juma prayer every Friday and pray so I can send Monday. Do the thing. I'm God. Know I'm a nigga. You understand? He, he, he didn't make me a, 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 a saint or, or a preacher or nothing. I'm just a nigga trying to be a better black man. 
So it's certain things people can say, but whatever they say, like this dude tells about, look at our work. Mm -hmm. Look at our work. Yeah, all yeah, all, work all you yeah. people that are talking, mm -hmm. you're not in your hood. Mm -hmm. You're not sitting in Gonzalez Park. You're not. I can go to any park in Compton. Facts, facts. I can go to any park in LA with him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I ain't going by myself. <laughs> not too much. <laughs> so, right. when you see our work, all these old niggas, this and it, it sounded fabulous the first fifteen minutes. But when you see our body of work, and you see the affection we're getting from youngsters all over the United yeah, States, yeah, no. there's a difference. You understand mm -hmm. me? Because ain't nobody supporting that nigga, man. I yeah. can't stand that nigga, dog. But you know, he he's he's a ploy. See, white folks don't never say nothing about us, white folks, but they always send a coon. Uh huh. Definitely. Don't nobody hurt us but a hearse. You feel what I'm saying? Facts. So it's like we're talking about growing up. We have. We got 30 years of OGs out the way. They uh -huh. either went to crack or stayed in prison. So most of you kids grew up by yourself. Uh -huh. And here come a nigga and they come back telling you, blood, this is what we used to do. Well, if you did that much, you'd be on death row. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I mean? Well, so, how, did, how did you even get into it with him? How did that, how did y'all, uh, who? Whack. How did Wack 100 even start we, saying your name and having issues with you? He's he's he's. I call him our West Coast Charleston White. Okay. He he brings up all kind of erroneous. He all in Compton business, talking about what Fruit Town and Treetops do. That's not your business. <laughs> oh, you can't come up to the park and you can't. You know what I'm saying? Well, why would I come to Gonzalez Park? Mm. You can't even go to Gonzalez Park. No, you can't. You understand me? His yeah. whole bodyguard, he thought he had it in because he was fucking with Wacko. When Wacko mm. cut his water off, he ain't been back to Compton yet. Facts. He Facts. been in Dubai. He been to Jamaica. He don't even go to Pacoima. Facts. His Facts. homies over there. So it got to a position where it really it's certain things that affect me. You dig what I'm saying? Right, right. So he got on a podcast one day hooping and hollering about Suge Knight. And what he did for Suge, and so Suge Knight had a a a, a civil case that Terry Carter's wife then tried to sue him for. He ain't got eighty million dollars, right? But it's a white ploy that's against Suge. Suge did it to himself, but all he tried to do was help homies. Everybody talked that shit about Suge. Suge's not even a gangster, but he ain't ratted on nobody. Definitely haven't. Bone told on him. Bone, I got paperwork that Bone told them. My name before he even got to the hospital. Phone from Anthony. Yeah, he told. I got I got a police report. Uh -huh. He didn't say Big Marvin. He said I told her. He said Marvin Kenzie. Why you put your name in there? That's what I'm saying. Why in the fuck you you put my name in it? Because I mean, the, and this what brought the police to me. They didn't, have nothing, they didn't know me and Nob about nothing. Man. Until somebody else told them. So this dude get on the podcast, yeah, man, these niggas snitching, and this nigga across the street talking about Knob's house, right? Mm. Yeah, man, across the street from town, them niggas over there snitching. So I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Them niggas. First, wow. First yeah. of all, you don't want no part mm. of Mob. You don't want no part of that. Mm -hmm, so I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Where is this dude coming out? We're hearing all this different stuff. And... 
in 2015, game they did did the, uh, a video with uh, uh, with Drake, and oh, okay. they was all on black. Okay, Wars. I remember that. I, I, I went to that motherfucker. Yeah, we was all over there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's kicking. He pulled up in this little video. Oh, that's game manager. Quiet. He talking about me. He was standing right up under Waco the whole time. Yeah. White boy Rob's son and game get into it. White boy Robson come mm. up and like blood. Why you disrespected? You didn't game like nigga. What is you talking, talking about? Gaming from the hood and all that. Yeah, so yeah, that, I seen he, that shit, so he like man blood. You know you can't do this and this and that. So whack on like homie. This nigga whack one hundred. Say oh he got a gun. Him and Drake run all the way to the back yeah, of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand me? They, Drake they had to. Drake went to a whole went to like a park or something yeah. until the <laughs> shit died down. You know yeah. so. Dude, I know you when you, you know, you wasn't saying I was the big homie. So now you turn around. I don't know him. I don't know him. You know, I don't know that nigga. So we went to uh, Adam 22, and he asked me about Wack 100. Is he a pyro? I said he ain't from Compton. Oh, so that's what he mad because you say he ain't from Compton. Yeah, he but he not from Compton. He not from Compton. Yeah, he's from Pequena. So, it, Man, if you if you a pyro, anybody can be a pyro. Yeah. But everybody ain't from Compton. Right, right. You understand me? Baba Louie made everything on the east side. They wouldn't have been the east side without Baba Louie. Right. But Baba Louie is not from Compton. Yeah, he started off in L.A., right? He started off in... Terry, Terry and Ralph is his cousins, and he, he came over to Pyro Street. Uh-huh. But he was raised, he was out of, He came out of the avenues. Yeah, was, he was raised around Crips, right? Yeah, he was, was raised out of a, the, yeah. the avenues. And he went, him, him and uh, Raymond Washington, that's where, where uh, uh, Melvin was talking about, they start wearing the earrings with the cross in them. Uh-huh. That's identified Crip. That, they, they was the first, and they cut all their hair off, bald head. Mm-hmm. That's how they first started. So I said that dude wasn't from Compton. So he gets. Is that all that was said, or what? That's all I said. Uh-huh. And he like, oh, he ain't from. Con-. I'm like, no, he, ain't, you know, I don't like the, I don't like dudes, his little get down. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He, I don't never see him in his own hood, right. but he's always hollering this pie on pyro. Oh, and when you say you don't like the get down about him fucking with snitches and always talking crazy, uh, just uh-huh. man, everything you do uh-huh. and you say on pyro, you got people in other states thinking you yeah. run yeah. our city. Yeah, hey, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you they think he. You know, yeah, yeah, you go some, man, that's, man, that's whack one her, he this and that, he, man, like, bro, man, you mean he, he don't come to Compton every day more? I'm nah, like, no, 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 he has nothing to do with Compton. At, at all, all. At, at all. all. So I said it, so he went on his podcast, or what is it, uh, Clubhouse, and said, yeah, <laughs> he, what, the <laughs> he, he, he goes on there and say, this nigga, this old nigga, when I see him, everybody going to be mad at me. When I see him, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to knock him out. I'm like, so when I hear about it, I'm like, man, they call me like, man, you know what this nigga said? So I said, yeah, okay, well, I got 10 bands that say you can't knock me out. Straight up. Man, many times, I done been beat out by professionals. Right. I'm 72 and still got hands. This it. fat boy here cannot. He <laughs> he doesn't have the element to knock me. I don't even believe he could whoop me. I don't hey, even. I, he 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 spoke bad, bro. He he said you was. Uh, I was timid. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. No, I, I can't even. I can't even envision that, bro. I'm I can't timid. even envision that talking to you, bro. Man, I can't. timid. I have never been timid. He tried to say. 
like well, that. I, well, you let me hear the phone call. <laughs> and when Marv said pull up, you know what I mean? We'll be meeting that. It sounded. The nigga hung up. Hung the fuck up. I heard you dig what I'm saying? Head. So here you are. You're the one timid. When you, yeah. you, you didn't have 147 phases, they never showed up for none of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I'm not going to let you get away now. First you said you was going to knock me out. Now you're going you gonna to hire a hitman to kill me. Yeah, that's what he said. So, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. yeah talking about, uh, I'm going to show you what this bag could do. Is he the police doing yeah. the same talking like yeah, yeah, that's kind of brazy, ain't it, though? But, I don't mean to cut y'all off real quick. <laughs> the, the chat is getting mad because we not responding back. But the homie that donated the uh, the ten dollars, my boy Donnie Roof from Cross Atlantic, had a question. Donnie Don, Roof. Donnie, uh, put up your question again because I didn't see it, so we can answer it. All right, come on, let's uh, continue. That's that's my boy there, Donnie Roof. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. that's my dog. That's yeah, my that's dog, a, man. A, 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 it's, it's just youngster. It's just crazy how that nigga saying that type. Of, that's police shit. I wouldn't even tell a nigga what I'll do to him. I'm just go do it. You feel yes, what I'm saying? I, because I'm serious about it. I, I mean, a nigga that's tell you what he go do, he must, uh, he can't be serious about it. He just, he just talking. He might he, be. If you don't think, oh, you see, that's the problem. Yeah. People yeah, say, oh man, they talk bad. They ain't talking bad. They talking up. Y'all got to realize. Every alphabet agency watches all this Definitely. shit. The Definitely. B, the the uh, uh, the DEA, ATF, Homeland Security, and so all that shit. When they be saying that shit, they gonna get a call or they monitoring. So it's best not to even. I don't even respond to none of that shit because half of them got more uh, uh, graduation pictures than mug shots. So when they get arrested, <laughs> when they get arrested, ain't nothing going to happen to them. They going to get to walk out that door and tell on somebody where they know these the type of guys that will come out and create some havoc. We need to take the opportunity to kick their ass on out the street to where somebody that's not really a threat, they ain't going to do nothing but let you be king shit of turd island. Okay. How did the... Okay, how did the separation start with the gangster Crips in the, in, in the neighborhood since everybody was Crips? Uh, that started after uh, Tyrone got killed in 1979 where Monster Cody and them were getting into a little spat because Horace Mann Jr. High, like I said, we didn't have older guys. This is the next generation down because so now, now, now they ain't trade gangster Crips. Uh-huh. When we was at the beginning, so now this the next generation: the Monster Cody's, the football, the LA Four, Madbone, and all these cats. So now they getting into it uh, at Horace Man and Big Rick Brother, who was in high school, came down to a junior high, and they got into a fight. But a guy shot Big Rick's brother, that wasn't even from a trade. Mm. He didn't have nothing to do with it. He wanted to be. So that happened March or so of 79. And I got arrested for a jewelry store robbery August, right before, right after Raymond got killed and Tookie got arrested in February. And when I got arrested by the FBI and the uh, 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 robbery murder division over there at Rayford House, Sidewinder, there were rolling 60s in there because we had did a jewelry store lick. So it wasn't no dissension then. Then Rayford got shot over Big Rick House uh, in the start of 80. But mm. at that time, 
their osteo was out and the hard, the, the roots and the cord against the Crips were still around. Uh -huh. So when we went to jail and started going to prison in 79, when Rayford got shot, that's when the war actually started to where it was really over Rayford Damn. Uh, getting shot over Big Rick House. So the war didn't start, which if that's what you want to call it, a war. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, 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 the, the conflict didn't start till 1980, but everybody would say it was over Big Rick Brother. That war didn't start until uh, uh, Rayford and them, uh, Baycott and them got shot over there. Baycott, excuse me. Somebody and got that shot. shot. That's how it started. Yeah, a heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah. See, Rayford and them are gangster crips. Uh -huh. They wasn't West Side crips. They come in when the set started. So a lot of the guys now oh. they sowing they oats okay. to get their name. See, my our names already had been out. Facts, facts. Now that's when Rayford started taking over because we going to prison. So Rayford had a lot to do with a lot of things, but that's how that war started. Uh, in 1980, not over Big Rick's brother uh, getting shot. There we go. Much love and respect, Donnie Rue. That's my dog right there, man. I want to ask you a quick question real quick. So I seen a documentary on Monster Cody, right? And uh, he was talking about how, you know, the eight trades in the 60s was, was our allies at first, but a fight happened. That's the fight at the school. Yeah, and then somebody that was from a trade. They didn't even know the nigga that long. I would ever shot somebody. Shot Big Rick's brother, Tyrone. Oh, that's the same. That's thing he the incident. About? Okay, all right. That's Tyrone, so, yeah. and that started. But that I raised Tyrone war. and Big Rick's my boy. See, we all come up together. I knew Tyrone when he was a little kid. Right. So when Tyrone got killed, we were all out. It wasn't that big of an issue because they knew it didn't come from us. Right. And it was really somebody from it was somebody that just got put on the hood. If he that? even was on the hood. Okay. And, and if he was even on the, the hood. And the 60s was mad because they was like, Well, I ended up going to jail. That's so when that shit started, mm -hmm. I don't know what transpired, but I know prior to us leaving in the core, there was no problem behind that. Facts, facts. So, no, nah, uh, uh, I can't say, but I know for a fact uh, he write in that book. But that was Tyrone. But that is not what got them to really rocking and rolling. It was after the shooting happened in front of Big Rick House. Uh, that situation that's the real where situation. where the, the niggas got personal. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I heard somebody else told me, too, that the, uh, the dude that did that, that was supposed to be from AJ or whatever, they say he was from 90s now or something Yeah, he like supposed to have been from some uh, where they were starting nine old gangster yeah, clip yeah. or something like so that. But like I say, there. I was in jail. I was going to jail for a jewelry store robbery uh, August uh 79, and they wasn't having no problems. Uh, right. When they came and arrested me over there, they had rolling 60s uh, that were inside the house with Rayford uh, hiding out. So it wasn't no nothing going on at that time. It's after when you was home, so right? Did you, so you have to hear about y'all feuding in jail. No, I already knew that the little stuff behind Tyrone, but that was yeah. junior high stuff. Uh -huh. We in high school. Okay, that's no more different when we were in junior high and they were cafe boys and smack and took and them were in high school. Mm -hmm. They looked down at this shit as. Junior high shit. Well, they ain't, high that's so shit. we wasn't getting involved in that shit. 
That's a little junior high spat. We're a little older. We 17. At that time, 79, I'm going on 21, 22. Okay, yeah. But I had been up under the juvenile. I never went to a county jail. I always was state raised. Mm -hmm. Y.A. Nellis. I never went to a county camp. So when I got off parole or juvenile at 21, because I was a juvenile commitment, I started going to prison that year. That was the first time I went to prison. that year, but up until then, they hadn't had, it wasn't that serious of a beef until the shit happened in 1980. So let me, so when it did happen in 1980, when it got serious, were you on the streets or were you in jail? I was in prison. You was in jail at that time. Mm-hmm. So now that it, it became serious and shit, when you was in jail, did like, was shit different now? Now it's not, got to fight. It hadn't other. even reached. It ain't the, made it, it to the. Well, you got yet. to remember the Crips were just starting to come from being juveniles, which most of them was to where they're even eligible. So it never bled to, on uh, to y'all uh, in jail. No, yeah, later on that, it did. Yeah, later on, but not, but just not at in seventy nine, uh-huh. eighty, not then. It was still they were going into being UB, uh, uh, CCOs, Blue Notes, Vanguards. And before that, black coats, Archie Crump in there. So they were starting to break off into uh, factions as Crips, but we were still unified, like me, Guy Walker, Russell Capers. Uh, 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 where, where are these people from? You name it right All now? them were Crips, heavy hitters that are still. Just West Side Crips. They are West Side Compton Crips, Big Ant, uh, Zoom. Uh, uh, these were Crips that were James Miller, Verdi uh-huh. uh, 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 Swan. Uh-huh. All these are heavy critters, east side, west side. But we're just starting to come from YA to where we're going in there to where the game don't change. Whereas we were the predators on the streets. Mm-hmm. We had numbers. Now the game don't change to where we're going in here against the BGF. Uh, Mexican Mafia, the uh-huh. police, uh-huh. and all these people where they've been hearing about a black gang that's been fighting, and mm-hmm. they're pro-black, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. we coming up in here with these prison gangs, which is a whole a different, different ballgame. Ball so where we didn't know nothing about getting a ducket and then going to the dental call, and, and they waiting on you in there where they don't did a fake ducket on you. Oh, we and they get you in there and they try to whoop right. you out. We didn't you know because they like Marv said. They ran the BGF when I first got there to show you how powerful the BGF and the, and the Black Panthers and all them was. They had a police named Ernie. Because I hadn't even heard of a BGF or none of that at this time. So you said they had a police on the They had team? a police, no, they had a police named Ernie uh-huh. that was working there. Uh-huh. The BGFs and the Black Panthers had put a dude on the bus from San Quentin where they got him on the bus for a transfer to come down to Soledad to stab a police, but he stabbed the wrong one, oh. and he stabbed a dude named Ernie. Uh-huh. So when we went on lockdown, uh, they had the seven up lifers. That's where they seven and they eligible. And a lot of them, I hadn't even knew what a BGF or nothing was. Hold on, seven eligible, what is that? Seven up, that means they eligible everything back when Marv went to prison. Seven to life, seven, seven to life. Seven it, years to seven, life? Yeah, that, a first-degree murder. Damn. First-degree murder was seven years to life. You do maybe 11, 12 years on that. But it's life, still life in there let li- you go life, in 11? Yeah, life without a possibility was 14 years, nine months. So right now you can get 14 years for a spousal abuse. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right. Thing. 
Right. So crazy they go down change. there and they stab Ernie. Uh-huh. We go on lockdown, and I never will forget it. They had a song called Money. Doom, 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 doo, 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 Pink Floyd. And this is when you could have the turntables. You damn near could have refrigerators and the white boys wearing they uh, red, white, and blue. In jail. And they, yeah, but they putting out the war call for when these gates rack. Some shit for the start. Okay. So they lining up, talking that shit. And a dude told me, uh, yeah, uh, uh, those dudes that did this, we BGFs and this and that. And that's when I first learned uh, the BGFs is when they stabbed uh, uh, and the Black Panthers. And then the riot incurred after that. And we learned quickly. And then the... Uh, BGF is a prison gang? Black Gorilla Fight. Black Gorilla Yeah, you ain't never heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Nah, you know, I was here about UBN or some yeah, shit like yeah, that now. Yeah, yeah. You know oh, I mean? That wasn't yeah. even existing back UBN then. UBN didn't start till 87. Okay. I think uh, way back relative was in that way back uh Debrisha husband was in that the died you know what I'm talking about I was in the UBNs and um, no nah, he was a black gorilla family I think what's See, his name no matter of fact I heard a black gorilla family huh? what's with his the name B- um, Duke, his name is Duke Ray Ray Brown Duke. and all these Duke. dudes are heavy hitters BG. and uh yeah See yeah. I always hear it as uh black actually, gorilla family I, I actually, don't hear it as BGF Mel, you know uh Rayward was never a BGF. He, he was. What was he? Uh, he? He was. He was. He was caught up with Doc yeah. in the murders, mm-hmm. and that's how him and, and uh, uh, um, Ricky Bonneville. Uh-huh. This Twist is what. Him. This what made. This is what made new man, new woman. When we in the county jail in, in 1750, me, Tookie, uh, um, Jan Brewer, Doc, Ray Ray. Uh, Ray got a visit. We in the cages, and when uh, 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 Rick going going on his visit, he hollers at Hazel over the top of Ray. Ray turn around and ask him, "Nigga, fuck you doing? Tell nigga, fuck you." They get into it. So Ray comes back to 1750. He tells Doc what happened. So man, we get at this nigga. So the next day, Doc get a visit. And he see Blade. He tells him, "Hey, hey cool, check this out, man. That's my boy." And Rick tell him, "Nigga, fuck you." Nigga, what the fuck you talking about, old ass nigga? I'm getting. Doc telling me, yeah, okay. So next couple of days, Doc comes out on on a uh, attorney visit. Ricky Bonneville stabs him in the neck with a number two pencil. God damn! You dig what I'm saying? So that made the bridge. So now when Rick come to pen come to the come to the penitentiary, he starts BGF new man new woman. Take CCOs, blue notes, and bring them in for Raji to all of them become so they put a hit on all the old dragons. But Ray was never a BGM. Mm-hmm. You understand I me? Mean, Damn, old dragon is another prison game? That's no, those are original BGFs. Oh, okay, okay. We, the first from the first start, uh-huh. a BGF with Doc Holiday to him, is the dragon. So that is the call of the dragon. Then when uh, 82, 83 came, they became the Crip part of the BGF uh-huh. is called New Man, New Woman. That's what it's called, New Man, New Woman? New Woman, and they put a hit on all the old. But I was in Y.A. with most of them growing up, right? They put a hit on the niggas who started it? Yeah. <laughs> quick quick, um, quick message to the chat real quick. When a dude name is, uh, I think that says Line Stepper or Line Sleeper, I can't really see from right line here. Line Stepper. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all ignore him. 
just ignore him when he get the trolling and all that shit. Just pay attention to us. Don't really pay attention to that nigga. I should block him, man. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't even feed into that. But yeah, man. Damn. This, this, this was a good interview, man. I learned a whole lot. It was a whole lot of uh, history and experience between y'all, man. I give it to y'all, man. Y'all been doing this shit for a long time, and y'all still here pushing for the generation, man. Y'all, y'all got my respect. I got my respect, man. You want to get the uh, reader listener before we get out of here, Boss Mac? Oh, man, I you know, I wasn't even, I was just going to let them flow and glow, man. Uh, they, they looking kind of tired. I'm tired, <laughs> y'all, y'all, hey, man, we appreciate y'all done did two and a half hours, man. I ain't trying to burn y'all out, man. Oh, we can so always We, we return, do this for a man. living. We can always come back and <laughs> yeah, chop it up. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Yeah, man. So it's it's just shows. important to us, to, to me and Melvin, just we trying to create a, a new dynamic when it comes to urban education. Uh-huh. And that to let these, before the Republicans and the Democrats, they was the weird party and the Federalists. They was a gang. Yeah. And they was against England. Right, right. And they said fucking, and they called this thing <laughs> called the Boston Tea Party. Yeah, right. about that. You, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So right. they rebelled. You understand me? We just haven't had enough extenuation to call out to show our youngsters who the real enemy is. It ain't mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We, and, and like I say, it's in this 10 square miles. I got I got a petition. I gave Keanu the petition. We, I'm trying to change either Willowbrook or Wilmington to President Barack Obama. Uh-huh. Right? It ain't take but 3,000 signatures. If all the gang members said, we got 3,000 motherfucking crackheads. Yeah, I'll sign that <laughs> You dig what I'm saying? So when we go, a city can only go is what the people tell them. We don't tell them nothing. We go to the parks, but we don't, we don't control it. We don't control parks and recreation, but it's for youth, huh? Facts. So all of this shit that the city does for that goes into youth recreation, they give it to the fucking police. Mm. They get two hundred fifty thousand dollar budgets for recreation, and, and now they make promoting young snitches like Charleston White is doing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. buying guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And the only ones that's profiting from it is Mexicans. Where's our black kids at? Why we ain't? I was still. I said, man, you come to Compton, you're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. We don't have one black restaurant in Compton Say that. that we can go and eat at. Damn, we don't I didn't realize that, bro. What? We don't have no club. Every city in the U.S. I've been to 40 states of the United States and five foreign countries. And every state in the South is somewhere black. When you go, if you go to the South, if you want to find niggas, look for Martin Luther King. Because it ain't no Martin Luther King in the white neighborhoods. Nowhere in America. Right, 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 right. If you want to find out where the dope is, go to Central, go to the bus station. That's where all the dope heads hang out. Uh-huh. If you want to find out where the parties are, go to the black college. Facts. They playing dominoes. They'll tell you where it's going on yeah. and this and, and this. Going this is how out. you have territories in the South that you can go to the same as the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Compton, you come to everybody. You know Pyru Street is the biggest named city west of Broadway in the world. Everybody, every day, mentioned Pyro. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Yeah. All over the world, 10 square miles. You're We've right. been putting oppression on a whole people, and we ain't did shit for ourselves. Facts, though. 
Facts though. Singing them right facts, now, though. boy. Facts though. All that's like a shit, tourist. Man. That's like a tourist attraction. That street. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. seeing people come to town. That's I'm a tourist. Drive up a road and they ain't got pictures. no. Yeah, take pictures, but got nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. We dog. got all of these rappers claiming Pyro, and nobody put a studio for young rap. But you'll fuck off twenty five thousand dollars in a strip club. Right, and then but Dre, we put no demands. Right, we put no demands on these niggas. And then Dre, Dre do it at Compton College. We all can't go to Com- I mean, Compton, Compton High, High School. School. We can't go to but Compton see, High but, School. But, but, you know but I mean? no, we need some for both the sides. Twi- yeah, the twist was that Dre tried to get Central Avenue. Well, I, you know, I did. He tried I, to do what the Central I, Avenue. I, I did Dre Day when I, Dre is the first black billionaire out of Compton. Right, right, and right. I made June 19th Dre Day. The married them told me you can't do it. We don't want to promote this and that. You can't tell a private citizen what to do. Right. So the next year when I did it, and they did a, 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 a straight out of Compton here, the mm. bitch was all on top of them. All of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden. So they were selling uh, the, this, uh, the uh, bowling alley. They um, wanted $1.5 million. For which, the, which bowling alley? On, on Central. It, so used to be, it was Skateland. You know about yeah, Skateland. Yeah, okay, yeah, Skateland. It, okay, okay. it was Woody Lewis Bowling Alley. That's what it was originally before Skateland. Right, right, right. It was right. some shit before you niggas was born. Definitely <laughs> before I was born. <laughs> before I was so, born, definitely. So they wanted $1.5 million for the property, uh-huh. right? So after Drake talked to them, the city of Compton, they fucked around, and they say, well, now, now they want him to give up $10 million for a $1,500,000 property. Right. That he gonna put this stuff in. Now they gonna try to jack it. What the? F- so I go to the school board and I tell Satra like, man, check this out. Uh, Asia Brown them tripping. So she goes and tells him like, well, check this out. We'll put it in the school. We'll do it. Her and uh, Makai Ali mm-hmm. talk to him. He like, okay, shit. I give it. I get a ten million yard. It's a write off for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? But oh, so, so it went from about to be over there. Yeah. So, Central, so now they do it to the school. So now, okay, they do it to the school. Put a performance where where the drafting building was right on Oleander. Uh-huh. They mm-hmm. were supposed to rebuild that and make it an educational arts building. Okay. So they they masturbated with the money for five years, right? Put $10 million in the bank, drawing interest. How much interest you get for $10 million? Then they get a $200 million bond, so they tear down all of Compton and High School and push his $10 million in with the school and say, oh, we're building the school. Oh, man. Pilot, man, the, the fucking P- Political mayor, gymnastics. Government, all oh, the motherfuckers is janky, homie. You know? But see, they, we janky. Are, they janky because we allow them to be. Right. If we push up, see, we're the only race of people don't make our people that talk for us accountable. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If a motherfucker says something about pyrus and they find their kids hung up on the tree in the morning, a uh-huh. motherfucker would stop. In uh-huh. in Mexico, if uh, Galvan say some stupid shit about Compton or these Mexicans, one of his people would be fucked up. <laughs> like the Godfather when they was getting ready to testify and he seen his brother there. Uh-huh. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Ain't got that was shit a good play. That was a, that was a play right there. You, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So we allow. These coons to make judgments on us. You got Messy Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton coming to talk about a problem in Compton, and they can't deal with the problem they got in Chicago and New York. Straight up. So we get love motherfuckers coming here to oh man, well, uh, this is what Melvin them need to do for Crips. You ain't never stayed in our neighborhoods. Yeah, oh but we allow God. them to talk. Right. 
and we fight each other when these are the enemies. That's as plain, hey, he can put it as plain as it can be. Plain <laughs> as it can be, huh? I'm rocking with you, uh, Ma. That's what we got to do. Whatever we got to do, man, to get this shit right, I'm rocking with you, Ma. Man, you we can get it know. right. We can get it right. We it's, just got to put it, in that footwork. Yeah, and it ain't for everybody. Success nah, ain't nah. for everybody. That's right. See, Suge would have been a lot better in his whole venture mm -hmm. if some niggas that he fucked with, he should have bought them a Happy Meal and kept them right at McDonald's. Yeah, you can't bring you can't everybody. take everybody with you. You can't. <laughs> no. you can't. Everybody don't know that. Facts, especially the niggas that was hanging around Suge. You know, you can't take everybody, dog. Yeah, I remember when it was happening. I was like, man, niggas is ignorant, man. Yeah, man. I used to, man. I, yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. Hey, man, appreciate we appreciate y'all coming to tap in with us, man. We appreciate y'all coming to tap in in a little two and a half hours, hey, man. Hey, James, that up there. I see. Look behind you, Marv. I just noticed something. Marvin Farmer. James, that up, man. We got that. Oh, Marvin Farmer. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. The, yeah. We got the change. Go, that boss up, man. Good boss. He was my get a little old some time. Oh, man. Do old man shit. Selective amnesia. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. that's that selective amnesia, man. <laughs> my bad. That's a bad. They say no, we all. They, no they, 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 they say we all. We just we, we just all look alike. Right. You know <laughs> <laughs> Let me it was right on the artwork. The artwork was right though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the artwork. Was Before right. we leave, we are gonna take a quick picture that we all out of here, man. I'm glad he caught that. Yeah, 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 for Come sure. On, all right, y'all. Right, we out of here. Have to take the pictures and stuff. Yeah, we got to take a picture.